0: what's up guys welcome to uh episode 11 of the blue river bow hunting podcast i have uh adam the neighbor with me again this week uh talk to his buddy uh jason uh bertram how's it going man how's it going uh, not too bad have to hang out with this ugly guy <laughs>
1: <laughs> could be worse you have to work with me every day <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: but, honestly, i see a lot more of them than you do <laughs>
0: But uh, we figured we would get you on here, and he's always t- to tell me all these stories about you and all these trips you guys been on, and I'd like to pick your brain a little bit on the, uh, you know, hitting some of these public land spots and just kind of your tips and tactics on how everything's worked out for you over the years. Right. But uh, uh, the first question I always ask my guests is how you got started in hunting.
2: So when I went, my first job was when I was 16 and I worked on my uncle's farm in uh, Upland, Indiana, and they owned a lot of farm ground. We took care of animals, rode around on John Deere's. Well, there was like four of us. We did a lot of mowing. They had like a pet deer there, but my uncle and then his, one of his best buddies was a coworker there. He worked on the farm as well as a second job and they, we would all mow together whatnot. Well, those guys. You know we're always talking about hunting i never hunted before you know my dad didn't hunt or anything so they were like man you should get into it you should hunt with us and i was like okay well you know i'll try it out i i I, i'm down whatever i was 16. you know this is my uncle that's like i don't know he's probably he's probably 18 20 years older than me or whatever so these guys were in their mid-30s talking about hunting i was 16 they offered to take me and uh one of the guys ended up owning an archery shop for 20 years a real successful archery shop here locally mm. and uh, he uh he was like man i got everything at the house i could set you up a bow today we go to his house he sets me up a bow i'm 16 i start practicing and i just, i was hooked right away i started uh i remember on breaks at the farm i would drag the target out and be flinging arrows at break like <laughs> You know, like these guys were in there like playing video games or like napping, you know, like uh they were just doing whatever, random stuff, and I was out there shooting my bow all the time. So then that fall, I actually and then we started I, they started having me getting into it even on the clock. Like so I'm I'm dry, we're riding around on the John Deere Gator, you know, like we're putting out feed, checking camera or well, there wasn't really cameras back then, I guess, but what we, we
1: cameras, were checking hanging yeah.
2: stands. Uh, we were cutting shooting lanes, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I had no idea what we were doing, but we were on the clock doing it, you know? And then <laughs> we were at the art, we were at my buddy's garage and he's setting me up that bow that night. And he's like, man, I should start an archery shop with all this stuff I got. Well, he did like literally like the next day I'm out shooting my bow, him and my uncle are like, they're, uh, they're in there creating a business name, logo, designing the logo on the computer and like, making business cards and like started his archery shop, which became like a top selling archery shop in the state of Indiana here locally. Like he was killing it, uh, for wow. 20 years. And, uh, but those guys got me into hunting. So basically it was my uncle and Donnie Monroe, which he's a, he's a, like he's on TV. He's on sportsman out sportsman's channel on a hunting show now lives in Kansas. Like, uh, but he's kind of like an uncle to me as well. You know, like, I mean, it's my uncle's buddy, but like I worked with him and like, I've been friends with him forever. He's like an uncle that's not really family, but I consider him like an uncle type guy.
0: That's wild that you kind of jumped right into bow hunting. You know, most guys maybe dip their toes in you know, gun season or some small Mm -hmm. game or something like that. Getting thrown right into the fire bow hunting. I'm sure it, you know, you learn from your, you know, you learn from your mistakes probably pretty quickly then.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't have success like early on bow hunting but i went you know like so i it had deer encounters not I, I really didn't shoot and miss right away that i remember but i i shot a deer that season opening day a gun with my uncle's shotgun i borrowed my uncle's shotgun and shot a shot a doe at 75 yards dropped her in her tracks with a shotgun
0: and, that's uh, awesome
2: that was i was hooked right then at 16 you know had a kill and uh i probably got my first bow kill when i was 18 a doe
1: i was gonna say for people to know birch how many deer have you killed with a gun
2: uh i I was th- i me and my buddy just tallied this up the other night i've killed 23 bucks in my life and only one was with a gun that's awesome <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: i need to be more like you <laughs> <laughs> but, the, uh, with
2: the gun is my rattling antlers in my backpack Wow, that's like, awesome! Like, like a, he was, he was like, they're about uh, to
1: turn to dust.
2: <laughs> it was a traditional, it was a traditional six-pointer, but he didn't have brow tines, so mm-hmm. it was perfect. Like we cut his rack off, I drilled holes and put a lanyard through it, and like you know, those like ones got got the ones that got the tape around them
1: and stuff, ain't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I shot that deer. You've with had him for years. Yeah,
2: that's the only deer I've ever killed with a gun. Was I shot that six-pointer with a shotgun? Which he would look like an eight if he would have had brows. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you don't need to talk him up.
2: He's a little feller. <laughs> he's, he's in my back hunting backpack. He's part of my hunting gear forever. So. That's awesome.
0: What what drew you to bow hunting to just stay in it so hard and excel on it and, you know, not even whip the guns out that much?
2: Well, uh, that's that's, what, that's a whole other story. <laughs> Basically,
1: you fell in love with bow hunting.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of got thrown into, like, bow hunting only and, like, uh, so for, yeah, I haven't taken a gun to the woods in 21 years now. I think 20, 21 years, something like hey, that.
1: I've, I think if I, correct me if I'm wrong, Merch, but I think there's been one year you've shot one on an opening day of, of gun. Did you I've, have one?
2: I've killed, I've killed one, two, I've killed three big bucks on opening, two big bucks on Saturday of opening gun, and I killed one big buck on a Sunday of gun.
1: That would just be awesome to be sitting in there and hearing all the gunshots. Ooh. You don't even think when you hear a shot during opening day gun season. Everybody's eyes—it's a giant down.
0: <laughs> right. Nobody's
1: sitting in the woods thinking, "I wonder if someone shot one with a bow right now." <laughs> right. You know,
0: you could be yeah, a silent or assassin. Or shot a
2: four corner some or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: <Yeah. laughs> yeah. You uh, know, you you from the the looks of your wall behind you, you know, you you seem to be a you know a a a killer if that's what you want to say you know you're always getting on these big bucks you know is is in indiana is that all on private land or is there any public land in that uh
2: i have one i have one kentucky public land uh on the wall and i have one indiana public land on the wall
1: i thought i I thought i was thinking both those fighting bucks were
2: uh, no only one of them one of them was okay yeah one of them's from brookville yep
0: so how did you luck into this private land? Is it something where you went knocking door to door? Is it something that you lucked into or is it something you, is it a lease? How's that work out?
2: Yeah. All, all of mine are just like, you know, I just have permission to hunt them. Um, basically like my family name, you know, my grandfather's been out there in the country living in the that area for 50 years. So all the neighbors are like, Oh, the Bertrams are like my Bertrams is a big family you know, here in Northern Delaware County. So, like, I kind of used the last name. They really didn't know me, but they knew, like, my fathers and uncles and my, my granddad and stuff. So that's.
0: I feel like Delaware cool. County is uh, overlooked when it comes to big bucks. I know there's some some real big giants taken up there. I actually know the conservation officer for Delaware County. I went to college with him at Vincennes Jordan Brand. Not to yeah, bring yeah. up names or anything, but his dad was a, a sheriff there in uh, Delaware County. And uh, I remember coming up there with him uh, on the weekend sometimes out of college and him showing me some of the, even the road kills that, <laughs> that they got. They got the roadkill mounted. They're like 200-inch um, deer hit by a car. So yeah, there's, there's a
1: crazy story. Yeah. You're going to get us into stories already. So you're talking right. about a roadkill mount. Oh, shoot. I don't know. How many years ago was it, Birch Five? Uh, probably, roughly
2: yeah i mean if i had to guess right now i'd so, say yeah
1: yeah so probably five years i was uh, years ago i was watching a colts game and hell it's been dark for probably an hour two hours
2: yeah. and i get a
1: call out of burks and he's kind of out of breath i'm like what the hell he probably killed another big one like <laughs> well, you need help what's going on and he's like dude you're one of the few people would believe me but what would i what would you say if i told you i see a 250 inch deer and I said, holy smokes, I believe you. Like I know him that well that I like he's not making this up. And he's like, okay, basically tell me to brace myself. It's in full velvet. And I'm like, Are you shitting me? <laughs> is this is
0: what November? No.
1: October? Uh it I actually it may have been late October, early November. But it was, uh, it was, it was, was still bow season.
2: October 14th. Oh, he's got it down. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: But uh and I was like, no way. And I was like, when we going? He said, I ain't taking my dad. He said, this buck is not going to be known as the Bonowitz buck. He said, this buck is not going to be known as the Bonowitz buck. He said, I don't want to see your face on the outdoor channel with this buck that I've seen. And, and I mean, he can fill in the rest. I mean, he, he could have yeah, had yeah. a chance at it, but I'll let him take the ropes from here.
2: Yeah. That story is uh, unbelievable. I, uh, i just started hunting this woods right so i didn't even i didn't even have trail cams in there i i was going in there with a climber every time mm-hmm. and i was climbing this same tree it was a perfect tree i climbed up you know several times passed a lot of deer out of it well then finally i was like you know what i'm go- i'm i'm go. so i take my climber in there but they had combined around the edge of the woods so there was cut corn and I was like, I don't have a shot to the field from where I keep climbing this tree. But I go to the tree, take <laughs> my backpack and stand off, put it all back on. And then I, I was like, oh, I need to go. I need to be able to shoot out in the field. They're going to be out there feeding in that fresh cut corn. They just cut it like the past couple of days. I go out there, climb a different tree 50 yards away. And I see about eight deer that evening. Every one of them went over there and smelled where I had laid my stuff on the ground. You know like where i had set my backpack now
0: right
2: and then that year i finally bought good binoculars i had you know 200 bushnells i've always been a cheap bino guy until that year i had these new b-knocks so i'm like every deer i see i'm just yeah. them. <laughs> i'm just playing with these expensive binoculars i got and lo and behold here comes a freaking 40 point buck 250 inch over there smelling where i had been at 50 yards and like with the foliage down, I could have shot, but it was October 14th. There was a lot of greenery. Uh, still lot of greener. plucks, so I'm looking at him through all the leaves and branches and uh, it was unbelievable. But all those deer did end up going out and feeding in the cut corn like I had thought. And they all fed by me except him. He's the only one. He went out the same spot they did, but he must have went, you know, he must have went south and then all the other ones came north when he fed down the edge. He never came my way, but I had my bow in hand and was shaking, never pulled my phone out. Like Adam said, I could hear deer walking around me at dark. So I didn't get down until I knew there was no deer near me because I did not want to blow that deer out of there. And I didn't want people to he know he stayed
1: that. for a long time in the woods. I <laughs>
2: bet.
1: Yeah. And and the funny part, of it, he's like, dude, I looked at it with my beanks. They're brand new. I pull them away from my eyes, make sure I'm seeing the right thing and put them back up. Like he's like, Am I seeing this? And then uh so that, like
2: that was my guesstimate then when I told Adam on the phone, walking out that night was like. If I had, if, well, I said, do you believe me when I say I see the 160? He was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was like, well, you're not going to believe this, but I just seen <laughs> a 250, 250 <laughs> inch buck. And like, if I showed you the trail cam pics, like, which, you know, everybody around there had known about this deer, which I did not. I only encountered him. I didn't know he was in that area. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I just started hunting that area in that woods and I had no cameras over there or nothing. And, uh, yeah, he. If you've seen the trail cam pic, you would you would at first glance you'd be like, "That's a 250 inch deer," you know, like there's no mm-hmm. model. Like, I can't imagine, like the hole in the horn buck or whatever, like right. crazy like that. Like, but he ended up getting hit on the highway on three uh, here at Montgomery Galliard. Uh, he got hit by an old lady, like a 90 year old lady, hit him and killed him on the on the highway there.
1: Oh shit! But like two, you know- week,
2: two weeks after the day that I seen him, right right outside of my woods is where she hit him.
1: And DNR ended up picking it up and uh he ended up getting pictures from the DNR. Did you end up going and checking that out when they were no,
2: I never I never got to put my hands somebody on you knew, deer, yeah. But, but my yeah, the people that got they got to cut the meat off of the deer, you know, like the sheriff called them or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. you could be on the sheriff list or whatever. Right. I knew those people and they were sending me all the pictures and then I already knew the deer, you know, because I had encountered them two weeks before that and was keeping it on the hush hush well then once once it hit facebook like other hunting neighbors of mine released photos trail cam pics of him and everything so then ever like adam got to believe my story because he was <laughs> i have proof of it now you know like look this is a I, need I, see, I need to see I need to see the pictures
1: of this oh yeah he'll send them to me later and I'll show you but uh i knew that this deer existed because Birch never blinked an eye when it said, take me hunting. He would take me hunting any time. So, <laughs> let's get off work. Let's go hunting. No, not today. <laughs> when he wouldn't let me, I knew he had something special.
0: <laughs> so, uh, you know, you had, you've had you had great success here in the, the state of Indiana. Tell us a little bit why you chose and him and everybody else mm. that goes with you guys. Why did you guys choose to go out of state and try some other states out when it came to deer hunting?
2: Well, uh, I mean, that's always like you know you see all these shows and stuff. And this, honestly, we were doing it before the hunting public even became popular. Oh, yep. you know, like this, right. is, this has been a twelve-year deal that we've been hunting out of state or so. Well, ten years, I know for sure in Kentucky.
1: Just for Kentucky, because we me started. And Adam
2: went, me and Adam and uh, some different guys went to Missouri at first, and uh, the and where we went in Missouri, I. I think I got on there and did all the research, right, Adam? Like
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cause we just we left that night and I had no clue where we were going. You were the <laughs> one that, that slept all the way but would wake up and tell me where to turn.
2: So obviously I always look for distance, you know. So like Missouri is got a lot of public land. Then when I started looking at the map of Missouri, like the eastern yeah, the eastern border, it would be closest to us, right? Like as soon as you right. enter into Missouri. So you're just driving across Illinois, really. Right and uh i remember like looking at you know i was just google searching you know public land hunting missouri this and that well then you know then i started seeing the counties and then i'm like okay well there was a pike county missouri and then that stuck into my head because pike county County, Illinois, illinois everybody's all about pike county illinois you know the golden triangle all these hunting shows you know right so then pike county missouri is exactly across the river from pike county illinois
0: like the other be, side of like, Illinois River. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It would be like Pike County would be like one big Pike County if Missouri and Illinois touched. So then I was like, I wonder how much, uh, you know, public land is in Pike County. That's not bad of a drive. So we click on, we, you know, I start doing my research on the public lands right there in that area. And uh, sure enough, there was a bunch of them and they all looked pretty promising on Google earth, you know, like i mean i had i had that's when google
1: earth was kind of just
2: starting yeah yeah i remember i had a printout and i had pin marks like you know with my i took a pin and was writing here's a stand location here's a stand location Mm -hmm. and uh me and adam literally drove out there and i went to like my stand location number one that i had marked he went to stand location number two that we had marked and we were in deer right off the jump i mean
1: oh (laughs) we went we got We actually we got down there uh the mid, mid now we got down there that morning because that was when we woke up on Lovers Lane.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Lovers
1: Lookout. Oh my gosh, that's another story too that I'll get in real quick. <laughs> it was embarrassing as hell, but same time, man, it just it made it made the hunts. It started from just all the memories it made. It wasn't even all the hunting stories that we right. remembered. Right. I mean, remember, I remember camping in the back of the Explorer because it got so cold that we had to pile back into it because they had record lows. Yeah. We fell in love with it. Came back at next weekend. We're like, we got to go back. We brought a couple other guys, in, and it was record highs, and we're in a tent, about to
0: die. So then, when you the first time you went, was it uh, like early bow season, or was it like? November? So
1: theirs comes in. What is it uh, like September fifteenth? Yeah, yeah, September fifteenth, and uh, so we got down there the day before in the morning. We actually drove all night. We were supposed to get up in the morning. And drive and get down there and scout a little bit. But he, I know
0: how you worked though. but ain't gonna But fight. we we did.
1: We he was at my house, so we could stay there. We get up early and we just start packing stuff up and hell at twelve o'clock at night we couldn't sleep. This is our first first time ever going out of state, so we said I said oh, hell with it, let's drive now. And he said I'm game, so we took off that night and drove the entire time and, and uh we we knew we were close to the park or to this, uh, the property we were on a hunt and uh we found a pull off we said hell we'll just pull in here take a nap Guess daylight we'll find the place and scout well we wake up and we're overlooking the river it's like a a parking place where you take your your girlfriend in high school and me and him has been <laughs> sleeping in it so we're yeah. like hey, man if anybody pulled up and seen us windows all <laughs> <up>. <laughs> so that kind of started that trip but uh so we got woke up and we went to the place and uh Man, Missouri has some killer property. Me and Birch was just talking about We'd love to go back there. I would
0: love to try that with you because I drove what he's talking about, you know, that Pike County area when you cross the river there from Illinois. I drove through that when I went to uh, northwest Missouri this past year turkey hunting. And I I was saying the same thing. I'm like, wow, man, this looks real good in here, man. Yep. I bet it would be good deer hunting. It seemed like their population looked good. You see them out in the field. So Missouri
1: does something that Indiana doesn't do. Uh, Kentucky doesn't do i don't know if ohio i mean we're just naming the states that me and you've hunted but missouri actually plants crops and leaves it for them in their public land in their public land and then uh we found multiple water holes that were dug out by equipment or you know uh, and and just you don't see it on google maps they're small but if you find a couple of those especially in september so we found a couple spots that we liked. I think you were close to a waterhole, but I don't think you were. You were hunting cornfield, wasn't yeah, you? Yeah, I could
2: tell there was one on Google Earth, like behind me. But yeah, yeah. See see it.
1: So it was the day before opening day, and I had this little camera. wish I still had it. And uh I'm sitting there, and I, I'm i not shitting you I, you. I mean, you couldn't make this story up. They're stinking. Here comes a 130s, and I'm like, holy cow, this is awesome. The day before my bows. You know, mile mile and a half back in the truck. (laughs) And uh, and then here comes another buck. And I'm like, holy shit. It's a 150s, didn't we say? That's about what it was, Birch. A 150s. And they both come to this water hole that I'm sitting like right over. I video the 130 straight through the netting of my stand. That's awesome. And the 150 is 10 yards, 15 yards away. And they kind of figured out my ground scent right below me, kind of spooked, tried it off, but they didn't really get scared. So I, I had still had hope. So I text him this and he's like, That's awesome. I've seen like 13 deer. I'm like, holy smokes, dude, it That's was awesome. money that year. Yeah. So, so uh, did
2: you guys kill one that year?
1: Uh, we killed, I think you killed a couple of does. I killed one
2: doe. Yeah, we I think both, that was it. We both, we both had shot a doe in the first hour of daylight opening morning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's awesome. So the population was good and you saw a lot of deer. But,
1: yeah, oh, man, we'd love okay. to go back to it because the population. Let's but go. Kentucky used to be the <laughs> same
2: <laughs>
0: way. Kentucky, when in, we first in, started going you, there.
2: In Missouri, you when you buy your tag, it was yeah. – uh,
0: Get turkey tags with it.
2: It was, it was. It was like two deer, like a buck and a doe, or two does, and like two turkeys.
0: And we had opportunity I drew, for turkeys.
2: Turkeys, I drew on turkeys out of yep. my stand there. Too. I got
1: busted by turkeys. Never drew, but I got busted. By. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, man, Missouri was a good time well,
2: That's what. That's why I chose Missouri, though. Uh, now that I think, I'm thinking back. um I was just looking for an opportunity to hunt before October here. Right. right? Absolutely. So everybody else is shooting in the yard you're you're itching to go you know all August September you're practicing with your bow in the backyard you're like I just want to hunt right now right well so we figured out Missouri opened early and we looked up the price of the tag it was like 200 bucks like 220 210 or something like that but it was the archery tag like bone or like bundle or something right and we went out there on September 15th and it was all over deer on that public uh like I, I could easily see a big buck getting killed there anytime. I mean, it was, I thought it was a great piece of property, but we hiked deep too, you mm-hmm. know? And then uh, we well, did that. Well, back then, do you
1: remember, we ran into a, a father-son and and uh, we were, I don't know, halfway back. I think they were coming down the big hill. Remember the lane we walked down yeah. the big yeah, hill? Yeah. And the guy was kind of crappy to me at first. And I was like, what's he? And he's like, what are you guys doing back here? And we're like, we're hunting state property. And he's like, I'm just giving you crap. We've had this for years and never seen anybody out here. That's even and I'm better. like, man, but yeah. that's changed. I guarantee you that's changed so much. The public land is blown up
2: now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So when you, when it came to choosing the property, you, you just kind of chose something on the East side there that you thought would, would be closer to home.
2: Yeah. But all those, all those, like, you know, like the Missouri DNR or whatever, like you can get on there and public re you can do the public research on, how many were killed in what public lands? Oh, so like okay. a couple of them. Remember Adam, I had like six different ones printed off. Yeah. A couple of them I was able to eliminate just because I'm looking at the the, the number of kills. kills. The number of kills on this public land was like hardly nothing. Yep. It looked good on Google Earth, but then when we we drove by a few of them and we get there and what it was, it was like more waterfowl-ish looking stuff, like mm-hmm. wetland. It was all wetland, so there really wasn't hardly any deer in there like some of the other places you know that's right. why we, we've been held by the deer kills when you look up you know deer kills in the last five years and it shows on there you know we don't really do that here in indiana like make right. you check in that you killed it on yeah. brookville reservoir right we you have, just have what the count yeah yeah i know,
1: uh, that kind of, I think that kind of, I'm speaking for you, Birch, but I think that kind of helped you open your eyes to how you research that, because you really flipped the switch when we chose to go to Kentucky. Yeah, you were tricking. I mean, you went from county kills, you went to Bone and Crockett kills, you went to if it's rifle, gun, bow Kentucky, only. Kentucky
2: yeah. DNR website, they have they have where you can look up. It's almost like graphed out for you. You know, and it's, like, the counties will be, like, in orange, and then the, they turn to red, and then green, you know, like like a, like a weather chart or whatever. Right. And it says this county has 3,000-plus kills, then it's orange, you know, and then the red counties have 5,000-plus kills, and then, like, green counties are, like, a 1,000 kills, you know, like, then there'll be – there's counties in Kentucky where there's hardly any kills, you know, like, mm-hmm. it must be – you know city city areas and stuff obviously like so when and you
0: just, guys you know you're talking about switching gears to kentucky so yep. how many years did you guys hunt missouri before you switched to that
2: kentucky trip i think just two right adam yeah
1: two i went one year with uh, a buddy of mine jeremy knew yep. we went one and I, and I me and birch actually started working together i was on a different shift than him and i started working with him and i was like oh shit, he's he's big like me like we we yeah. love it we love it. And I started talking to him about Missouri and how I had a blast and he's like, I'm in, let's go. And that that's when me and you went down there and we started the two years and man, we've been.
0: So yeah. how did you choose properties on that? Did you, since we're closer to Northern Kentucky, is that what you went with or did you, where did yeah, you research yeah. the same stuff? So,
2: so kind of the same thing, except Kentucky, I w- instead of looking at, so uh, it opened earlier you know so then when we, after we hunted in <laughs> in Missouri we're like well uh Kentucky opens even earlier than that, Let's yeah, check right. that. what 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 would it take to hunt down there we, we, uh we you know we researched the ta- the tag and it was like 190 bucks i think
1: oh it, it, i think it was i think it was under 200 when we yeah, first started was, this it was
2: 190 when we first started and then 10 our, years ago uh so my then but then we had a little bit of a group that wanted to go. We knew it was going to be more than just like two of us. It was going to mm-hmm. be four or six, you know. Right. So then I'm thinking, man, uh, we need to get on like I want to be a part of just killing spree. Like if we're <laughs> six deep, I want to be killing 10 deer or something.
1: Yeah. You know? yeah. Like
2: that that I really wasn't after a trophy buck, you know. I'm just wanting to run an arrow through something. You're I mean, just you're
0: trying to get that, uh, you know, shake the rust off before you're chasing these giants. Right? Yeah, yeah. And,
1: yeah. and to I mean, we we knew setting in the spots what we were at that you could see a giant. Yeah, but man. We went with the attitude: let's have fun. If one walks in front of us, we're killing it. We're going back to the campground to having a story. And and
0: that's kind of how my Ohio trip turned in
2: what that turned out to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's kind
1: of changed a little bit. I mean, we 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 wasn't
2: really trophy hunting when we first started going down there. So, my, so my, the the way I chose my county in Kentucky was there's like one county that had like a 10 year running, uh, most deer kills in the state of Kentucky. So, I was like, well, that missed me in there is just a boatload of deer running around (laughs) down there. So, we need to go there where we can just slay them because you get four tags a piece when you buy your tag there.
0: Isn't the tag in Kentucky for non-resident like three fifty or something? Three seventy-five, I
2: think. Three sixty-five.
1: And we started That's off ten right. years ago at one ninety-five.
2: Yeah, so we've been doing it for ten years. It was the secret 190, got out. One ninety for about four years, then it went up to two sixty. Two sixty, it went up seventy bucks. So it was like. 260 and we paid that for about three or four years and Good then the last, you know, we still have it. couple it's been 365
0: you know yep. when you look at you know uh the hunting public guys or youtube in general or you know the outdoor channel or sportsman channel you see yep. that now though you see all those guys hitting kentucky early mm-hmm. season like yep. i i noticed when you sent the picture to him of your your little beer setup you had a bow hunting league koozie yeah and you can see it right off the bat in in, in the numbers that they produce for bow Hunting league. I mean, these dudes are killing deer down there. I mean, right,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. I don't think it's a secret anymore. I think people have figured that's what. Out.
1: That's why the prices have went to where they yeah, are. Yeah, they're getting some money but, out of that. But, but back to the research, Birch, Um, man, people got to do your research because you know how many places that we looked at and said, man, that looks killer. But we didn't see the numbers. Well, I can and you look at that. it on Google Map, and you're like, it's killer. Birch is like, there's only three deer killed in that that area. But when you drive there, you see it's a stinking. Tr- I mean, it's a mountain. You ain't getting up. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And we drove around it multiple times. I mean, you th- you're thinking like I'm thinking. Like there's a couple places down there that just look killer. You drive around it and be like, you ain't getting I up. I wish right.
0: I'd have known that little bit of tidbit. I guess going into my Ohio trip because, you know, I started researching all these properties. I wanted to find a place with camping, and I happened to find a place that was free camping, which I think everybody else that researched the same thing yeah. I did found the same thing I did because yeah, we get yeah. there, there's 27 camping spots in Woodbury Wildlife Area, and all but three were taken, and the one camp down from us had about 20 guys. Ooh. So you could <laughs> tell that they were – and that was just the, the week that I was there Uh, we talked to a waitress at a steakhouse when we went into town one night to have a decent dinner and uh she goes man you guys missed all the hunters they were all here last week so apparently ohio gets bombarded the first week in november so if you're playing in ohio don't go the first week in november
1: when when we started missouri you said you know we did the uh the eastern line of illinois or missouri I'm wondering if Ohio is the same way. Were you Central Ohio, or were you on the borderline? So like it gets more
0: pressure. Northeast Ohio, like if you know where Columbus at, it's about an hour northeast of that. And it was it looked a lot like Kentucky. A lot of rolling hills. You had a little bit of prairie grass. They even had areas. Actually, the place that I killed my buck on the bottom of it, it they planted um sunflower fields for dove, yeah. for dove hunt it was a dove hunting oh, we, area <laughs> we yeah. we
1: set in a place that's dove hunting and my gosh you, you, you <laughs> won't get sleep yeah. in that spot <laughs> 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 but man uh Birch, Birch has had success uh, last year he had success in Kentucky uh is it not your biggest deer i'm not 100% sure but
2: it's my it's my biggest grossing deer
1: okay but net he no. grossed
2: 168 but his uh deductions you know knocked him way down like mid mid-month. but we go by
1: gross I don't know. oh yeah you go by gross. we don't go by net
2: <laughs> well he had so much he has so much trash and extra points so mm-hmm. like, around his bases and stuff so it all got deducted as far as net goes so in the book he's not my biggest but overall gross he is my biggest yeah
1: now i mean we introduced and you guys know i know birch for a long time Correct me if I'm wrong. So you're saying you finally beat your son's buck? <laughs> That's or is great. still yeah. bigger?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, my Kentucky buck does beat him out by like an inch, I think. So
1: you have one buck bigger than your boy's first buck? Yes, officially. <laughs>
2: Which, uh, <laughs> in the book, I can always show my son. Even even before when he killed it, I my my real wide buck. Uh, mm-hmm. he, That's the
1: one I killed in. I killed my buck in Kentucky. That uh, we put in the middle of yours, and mine looked like a dink when we put it in the middle <laughs> yeah. of yours. Yeah, is that the one that head. I had the
0: picture of? Yeah, that's, the- that's, yeah, if you're listening or watching, that's the 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 thumbnail that'll be on uh, the picture on YouTube is the buck he's talking about. yeah
2: Yeah, the wide one nets higher than Jacobs, but Jacobs grossed one sixty seven.
0: Oh Pretty shit! Close. So it was close. Yeah. That's a hell of a first year.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, are old with a crossbow at 20. I mean,
1: we could, we we could talk for hours. I don't. Know. So we're at 32 minutes. I'll
2: so keep
1: talking to man. Uh, tell the story about Jacob Spock, man, because you you prepared him of saying big buck, big buck, just messing with him, but at the same time, you kind of want to see how he reacted.
2: Right. Yeah. I yeah, remember yeah. you telling so, me
1: the story, and actually, that was,
2: of, that was part of my coaching, like a dad thing in the stand. I'd always be like, "What are we going to do?" I would go through scenarios with him all the time yep what are we going to do with this what if if i say big buck, don't move don't whip your head around and look you know like i'll tell you when to move your head like or whatever so just coaching kind of you know as a mm-hmm. dad and sitting in the buddy stand with your son so we get to the stand that day well the the real part of the story i shot a big buck oh that was the big buck i had shot on sunday of gun season like so sunday morning of gun opening weekend is this the sh- wide buck? No, it's a. Di- it was a different oh, buck, okay. like the one r- uh, over here. Gotcha. Uh, right there. Yeah. So I shot him. <laughs> I shot him on Sunday morning. A gun. He's, you know, one forty-five ish or whatever. Nice buck. I forget what he filled dress. It was around two hundred, probably one ninety something or something. And uh. I go get Jacob. He's eleven now, so he will I always take the big bucks home, let my wife see it, kids see it, absolutely. And the you know boys were kind of into it then at that age, so but they ain't gonna get up and go when there's frost on the ground and it's 20, 26 degrees that morning, you know. <laughs> so I uh, Jacob Jacob's like I want to ride with you to take it to the processing place. So I said, okay. Well, he hops in, and uh, we we we're going down on the way to the processing place, I kind of took the long way, went by my other woods. It's opening weekend again. I just want to see, who's all, see if my hunting neighbors are out, you know, like see if I can see orange across the road from my spot. Like wonder if those guys are out just driving by. And, uh, we go down through there and where I park at the woods. And there was a buck. I was after that year on my trail cams. I was calling him the big nine. And I had like five encounters with him. He was a giant. I, uh,
1: that's what he ran in front of you yeah, and i remember yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
2: so like where i parked to hunt that woods i'm driving down through there. there's a doe standing there where I, the the tall grass is matted down where i parked my truck and uh i pull up there there's a doe jacob's on the passenger side of my truck closer to the doe he rolls the window down Doe's at 10 yards and we're on the county road there and uh i was like that's cool huh jacob and he's going he's going to get his phone out and take a picture of the doe because she's still just standing there staring at us about that time, Big Nine jumps out of the thicket right there and hops up into the matted down where I parked my truck with the dough. And then I'm like, I'm fumbling for my phone now. <laughs> and then I got a perfect picture of him leaping the county road. I remember. There. It is like the, it's an awesome picture. You can see the hood of my truck and he's like, he just leaping right over the hood of my truck. It was a pretty sweet picture. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Jacob, <laughs> we go on to the buck stop, you know, we're at the processing place. And he says uh, you can only kill one buck. Can't you dad? I was like, yeah. He's like, I kind of want to go hunt now.
1: <laughs> the light bulb went off in his I'm thinking, head.
2: I'm thinking I bet you do after seeing the big <laughs> nine right there. It's yeah. like, I want to go hunting again. So <laughs> uh, I remember I, I went, so that was Sunday. I did, we didn't hunt Sunday night. You know, by the time I took my pictures, took the deer in, I was done for. And, you know, and a lot of times when I kill these big deer in November, you got to think I'm on a 25 day straight hunting. You know, Absolutely. Cycle. Like I haven't missed a day in 20 yep. days, you know. So. I hear you.
1: Yep, and he's used plenty of sick days to make it happen, <laughs> I promise and, you.
2: <laughs> I mean, even if, if I did work that day, then I hunted the evening. Right?
1: Absolutely. absolutely. If you don't I miss a
2: them. a party on a Saturday, then I hunted the morning and went to the birthday party of the evening. But I did not miss. I was in the woods at least.
0: At some point of the end of the day.
2: One sit. Yeah, at least one of the two sits possible in a day. I was in the woods every time. And uh, so Sunday I took it off. Then Monday I had something going on. And then I think it was Tuesday, maybe I texted Jacob and I said, hey, when you get off out of school today, we'll go hunt. Because, you know, he he's texting me on the bus Monday, like, let's go today when I get home. I was like, no, nah, I can't. I got something going on. Then Tuesday, finally, I was like, OK, let's go. So I had his camos laid out for him on the couch. He gets off the bus. His bus route doesn't drop him off till four o'clock. Oh, this man. is this is the first week of gun season so you gotta think this is after so you I only got like
0: an hour left
2: <laughs> right so he gets off the bus at four i got his camos laid out he gets in his camos i was already ready my hunting spots 10 minutes from the house we get there we walk across the field climb up in the tree i remember pulling the crossbow up he our first i buckled him in safety harness i buckled me in pull the crossbow up and I take the quiver off the crossbow, loading the bolt. And the rage is kind of messed up. So I, like, took the rage off, fixed the blades, put it back on. I'm still standing up. He's sitting there fiddling around or whatever. I've load the, I'm i loading the bolt finally after I fixed the rage. And I look over, and here's the 167-inch deer coming <laughs> on the edge. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I elbowed him like, Jacob, big buck right here. Get ready. So I hand him the crossbow, and he's looking at me like, are you, "Is this just like, you know, one of the practice run? Like, yeah, like, what do we do if this like a scenario play out here?" Or <laughs> and I'm he's keeps looking at me, and I'm like, "Look there, look there, like, here he comes, get ready!" And that that deer walks straight into his crosshairs and looked the other way, like opened up the side right, oh yeah, twenty yards, and like I'm like. Jacob shoot, so then I I heard the I I helped him like I pushed down the safety, mm-hmm. and uh he pulled the trigger, and I mean he just drilled the thing, and uh, it went down on video, and uh, I didn't even I did I didn't have time to have my phone out like I haven't even sat down yet. It's right. four it's four twenty seven, you know. He got off the bus at four,
1: and that's what's you know, crazy is drive. Is you still remember the time? And yeah. I'm betting you're 100 accurate with a four twenty seven.
2: Right. Yeah. It's and,
1: amazing yeah. when your kid kills a deer. I mean, it don't have to be the, I mean, who kills a 167 or whatever it was. It was. first deer. first deer. <laughs> but it could have been a doe, and I guarantee you, as a dad, you still remember, like, well, all yeah, of okay. it. Yep.
2: So I, I videoed him. Uh, I instantly got my phone out before I even spoke to him. I get my phone out, whip it out, and I put it on, and uh, I'm like, how, "How? what'd you think of that? You know, and he's He's like shaking and like yeah, he can't even speak. He's like got the teary voice. It was it was pretty epic. It's on it's on YouTube. Actually. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I haven't had a chance out. to show Brett, it, but like man, a little, I, like one minute 20 clip or something. And
1: and I know so I've I've asked for you this uh <laughs> what YouTube page was for that or whatever the address for. Yeah. And I know I've shown multiple people. I don't think I've showed Brett, but I I know it's just it's It sends chills down your back just to watch this kid, how excited he was. Yeah, yeah. But later on, I found out the bullshit that Birch went through. There's people posting all kinds of like hateful stuff, and we've had a conversation. Many negative
2: comments about about,
1: it. About the negative stuff. Was it on Facebook? No, it was YouTube that people were blowing up. Oh, really?
2: Damn. Wasn't
1: it, Birch? Wasn't it YouTube that people were commenting?
2: Some of the comments on there were like, way to teach your kid to... Kill things at a young age, and like normally you get
0: those kind of comments on Facebook. You know, it be it being on YouTube. Normally, people that see it are like searching that type of thing, you know, and yeah,
2: acting like I'm training my son to be a A murder assassin or something (laughs) because I got him killing a deer at 11 years old with a cross. Yeah, I
0: mean, it
1: was some shitty stuff, and that man, that's another subject. Like, I think we've talked over a few times, Birch, but man, one of these days we'll have to get you on about like. You see the post, uh, man. Um, the guy from West West Virginia, Troy Delaney. and I know yeah. he'll be listening. Troy and, and Troy started off when he said, "I hate seeing posts by saying he's not the biggest,
0: but right? but <laughs>
1: like people already feel so bad that they have to say that, and I don't right. know, and that just I, I can life.
0: only if you like explain to that to like your great grandpa or whoever, you know, back in the day, <laughs> back when hunting, you know, only if, yeah. if you dudes did it or whatever, you know, they would probably laugh at somebody saying something like that. But now it's like, with the hunting industry and all these shows and stuff like that, people feel like they have to shoot a one sixty for them to be successful, but that right. doesn't have to be that way. You could shoot a little spike if you want to, and it'd be the happiest day of
2: your life. you know what I mean and you yeah, remember yeah. you
1: shot it at four twenty seven
2: right Yeah, i shot uh so like i I always put in for the draw hunts, and then even my Kentucky, yeah, I shot a one sixty eight in Kentucky, but like that's not that's not what I was there for, so right I, yep. you, you were there to have fun. I was there to go back to being sixteen and eighteen, nineteen. Where, when when I see deer legs coming through the woods, I'm getting my bow in my head. Oh, Absolutely, yeah, getting ready. Yeah.
1: Oh, hey, and do you not? I mean, I do. You you your wall looks a little better than mine, <laughs> but I still like if I see a deer coming to Kentucky. You bet your ass, I'm going to shake a little bit. <laughs> Because yeah, I know yeah. I'm shooting, but if I see a little rack, I'm kind of laughing at the same
2: time. <laughs> right? Yeah your your heart is beating in Kentucky. Yes. Even, even when it's like you know a doe, uh, and you're you're sitting there with your bow in your hand, and she hasn't given you the shot yet. You're like you're clipped on, but you haven't drawn yet. Yep. you're st- It's the same adrenaline as if it's a 160 standing. Absolutely, over there. right? Because you know you're about to launch an arrow at this deer, and you have yep. this. It's the same. Going
0: back to th- this public land stuff a little bit in your Kentucky and Missouri and all that, I actually have a question from uh, um, a, li- uh, a regular listener, Adam Bowles. He has his own p- podcast to Hunt the Wild. He sent me a question for you. What do you use for a setup when you're on public land? You use a climber, or you use a lock on the sticks, or you use a saddle. What is it that you're using?
2: Yeah, I, I just use the summit. And, you know, I, I have the summit, and then I have like, I have like the ratchet strap kind of deal that comes with the summit. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess it's supposed to wrap your stand to the tree, but I'd never do that. But I, I strap my backpack in with that thing and I, it makes my, yeah, the summit's obviously a little heavier than these guys' saddle setups. And, mm-hmm. But I have my backpack and like, I'm so comfortable in that summit. Like I feel good in it. Like I'm yeah. good at climbing with it. I, I went, I went 10 years, all my local spots where I've killed a lot of these deer out of my summit, even at my local spots because I just never bought stands and never – I always believed um, – I'd go
1: hunt his places, and I'm like, this place is a killer. Why don't you have lock-ons? Why don't you have ladder stands?
2: Yeah.
1: Never did. He always hunted for me. But then now it's changed. You, ha- you start doing yeah. setups for your kids and everything right. else.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's all preference, too. Like, I was actually having this conversation with a coworker of mine. His son, I think he's 13 – 13 or 14 years old interested in getting into hunting so he's you know picking we're working with each other all day so he's picking my brain and he was asking me kind of the same question Well, what do you use you know i need to buy us you know stands or ladder stands and this and that i said everybody's got their own preference but just find something that you're comfortable with maybe buy a couple of locks on lock-ons with some sticks buy a ladder stand buy a climber you might now yep. you might like hunting off the ground you know people yep. you know that kind of thing it's, it all can be a personal preference but it's kind of cool to you know hear your setup since you guys have been so successful successful down there
2: yeah so. what well, that was one of my thought. i always felt like with my climber, even at my local spots, I would bounce around the woods with my climber.
1: Deer don't figure you
2: out. So deer never really could figure me out because if they busted me in one tree, well, I I never really, it's not like I went in and hunted the same tree religiously. Right. Like, like the spot where I seen the 250s, you know, I had hunted that tree a handful of times and knew it was a good spot, but I switched it up that night and like I just bounce all around the woods with my climber. That's what I used to do. I didn't have any stands in any of my woods. I would just go in there with my climber and hop around the woods. So when we were hunting public land, it was so like, I mean, I'm a big guy, so I can carry that. The the summit on my back has never been like, I can't do this anymore or whatever. Mm -hmm. It just gets a little sweaty. Now we've (laughs) seen it, man. I mean,
1: as as many years we've been hunting out of state is we've got to witness to where. We fell, ran into a lot of people started hunting lone wolf climbers, right? You remember that? What,
0: they
1: we, to sit and climb one. No, the, the the legit climbers that packed up to like a, I mean, it was nothing on their back. We're like, dang, these things are badass. And we looked them up, they're $400, but everybody in Kentucky started using those. Well, then we stuck through with the summits, man. We still, we're still we still doing fine with them. We're still hiking as far as anybody else, but we're a little younger. Then uh, now we're seeing a new trend.
0: It's the saddles. The saddles. I want to try it out. Honestly, I want to get a setup. I think a lot of people
1: do want to try the saddles. I mean, it's it's less the back the pack in. Um, I kind of experienced it this year without the saddle. I took the sticks with a lock on. And it's still nice, but like, man, I don't know.
0: It's a little bit more work, or I mean you probably putting the same amount of work in when you're using your climber, right? It's
1: uh, you have to you have to practice it multiple times before you go there. I practiced climbing a couple of trees. I sent the, the guys that would go, I sent them pictures of me with, because uh, you have to have the, the linesman well. line on. I had it, I sent the pictures. But uh, you have to prepare for it. Because so with the sticks, you if you don't have them clipped on, you're climbing down
0: to get another one.
1: Yeah. Right. And so it, it was almost more work for me. I enjoyed it. I liked having it there. I wish I could have found a spot where I could have left it. I mean, the climbers, you, You can you leave them. Someone can take them. Absolutely. Um, The lock on setup I had was the plans were I take two sticks with me. No one can get to it. I can leave it. Come back. I'm 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 not (laughs) hiking. Uh, Yeah, unless they have time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then they got more shit to carry out. But uh, the plants. But I never fell in love with the spot I hunted this year. I mean, this year was kind of tough for me. Um, we I still killed a deer, but uh, it wasn't the the birch spot. Like the trick when we go to Kentucky and hunt. Is you got to be sixty yards from Burks because he don't have deer unless you're Randy Kincaid and you hunt the wrong side.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, like um, most of you know, most people if they get a a chance to go hunt um, out of state on some public land, most of the time they're only getting to go. You know, maybe they got some vacation
2: days or something. You guys go back like multiple times. Yeah, so
1: we started that what shit probably four years of doing it maybe.
2: Yeah, because we we always went there like so the first six. Five, six years we went, we only went on Labor Day. Right. September. Sometimes, most of the time, it's 90 degrees. Yeah. That's deer, uh, deer activity is not peaking then. You know, like you're we're not room. supposed to
1: be at the campsite drinking beer, a lot of beer, eating steaks because we bring the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> Our buddy Butcher hooks us up with some good yeah. steaks and all that. And we still lose weight because it's so hot. You you think we'd gain weight as much beer as we drink and as much food as we eat.
0: Going to the stand in shorts and <laughs> Crocs on. The oh, best
1: yeah. is when our buddy brought frog legs. We had his his beef steaks. And, I mean, he because he you he know. raises cattle and uh, he brought some steaks down there. Yeah. And then he threw some frog alligator. legs up there. All, yeah, he had alligator That's one time too. He
2: had killed he had yep. killed that alligator, and
1: that was right after. Uh, it was after September. He actually got back from Kentucky. And i i don't know we have to get clint on here sometime and talk but uh it was like that next weekend he flew to florida to sneak an alligator hunt and sent us pictures of an alligator chopped on his hand and he had like all bandaged up but he killed two of them he actually got one i think he got both of them he got a full body mount on one and uh, yeah. another one just a hide
0: mount
2: yeah he's got a full body mount
0: yeah yeah i'm actually um in the process of putting together a hunt now actually for just a little bit after new year's but uh, I've had him on before Antonio Marsh. He's from South Carolina. I met him on my honeymoon, and he uh he's a part of this big hunt club down in South Carolina. I guess that's a a big thing down in the south, but uh yeah. nobody wants to shoot these hogs <laughs> and uh, they have problems some. with them down in this hunt club i said i'll f- fuck I'll come down and shoot some and so they're yeah. setting it all up him and the hunt club president they're setting all these stands up for me, and I'm like I'm coming down smoking some hogs on video
1: yeah. yeah. We, we actually, uh, man, that's a, that's a good, yeah,
2: there's another story.
1: There's not, I mean, you, you, you <laughs> speak and we before. can say stories.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the, on the Kentucky public land that we chose just, so when I chose the Kentucky public land, I was looking for numbers only not big bucks. Right. Mm-hmm. So Owen County, Kentucky had 5,000 deer a year killed or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, is there any public land in Owen County? Well, sure enough, there's like four or five spots. I print them all out. We drive down there. And I think the first year we drive down, we left here at 2 o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. got there for daylight, went in blind in the dark with Google Earth Maps. That's all we had. We'd never stepped up.
1: I don't know if it was on our phone. I think it was, was it maps that we just had? No, you had them. Yeah. Yeah. You just printed the maps. We didn't have them on our phone.
2: And we we went down there and was on deer right away. Yep. But then, you know, we hunted a little bit of all of them that first couple of years and killed deer every time. I mean, we've been down there with four of us and killed eight deer in three mm-hmm. days in September. Yep. And then we started hunting this one where me and Adam have both killed our big ones at. And there was hog. We kept running into locals in the parking lots there on the public. And they're like, there's hogs in here. There's hogs in here. We're like, Oh, there ain't. We yeah. was, I mean, we've we've there. hunted
1: this for a few years. You guys yeah, are full of yeah. crap.
2: And uh, sure enough, one of the years we were there, like one of the guys says, uh, Randy, he was like, I just missed a pig. And I was like, like big buck or wink, wink. You know? I, yeah. <laughs>
1: before that, though, the year before me and Randy were hunting the ridge and it was right before daylight, we hear one just bust out hollering like it hit an electric fence. And we're like, holy <laughs> shit, they really are here. But none of us seen him. Then go back to Randy's, just missed a pig.
2: Randy missed a pig, and I'm texting like, oink, oink, or like big buck pig, you know, because like a pig could be like, like a a giant.
1: The giant. That's what we, that's what I thought. I think that's what most of us thought when he sent that text out. And
2: then he he texts us back and said, oink, oink. Well, then I, that whole evening, I kept hearing like, I thought the sound was deer blowing. But it was like not like loud enough to be a deer blowing because it sounded fairly close and then as the evening progressed here comes 12 hogs down the trail and the sound that i had been hearing thinking it was deer blowing was the hogs inhaling uh like like brush they were like (laughs) you know like eating on all the (laughs) yeah like it was crazy and then I, i shot and missed twice that evening which it was right at dark, you know, like last minute of shooting light. And I missed two times at two different hogs. I ended up, I ended up killing one that year, but, uh, we all, I think we all killed that year.
1: Yep. I think Butcher even shot one, didn't he? Yeah. But let's get back to Randy's story. We got to get this public. So he said he screwed up on a pig, right? Wasn't that what his text was said? You know where I'm going with this. This is pretty comical. So yeah, he's like, I missed a pig. And we're like, what? You know, big buck, what? And he says, No, a pig like coin coin. Well, then later on, they circle back and he shot one. And uh, so we're he like, Hell jack- yeah. He
2: jack like he shot at one Oh, all of were. I mean,
1: that's the first encounter yeah, with a wild pig cool. that we've ever killed. I've never had an encounter. I shot one and turned into a schoolgirl. I'll tell you that story here in a second. <laughs> but uh Randy come back to the truck and we're all talking about Hey, we just killed pigs i mean how do you hunt this place for years and not see one the year before we hear one then all of a sudden we just blew up and we all killed them. i mean it was just a a blessing it was a blast uh but uh so we get back to the truck and randy starts telling us about what happened at first when these pigs started coming into him he comes to full draw this way and before he can bring it down, he don't know what he did, but he hit the trigger, and that arrow may have not landed yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we're like, no, and he's like, I screwed up by doing that. I hit the trigger on the release and launched an arrow, and he said all I could hear was flinging through the trees. The pigs took off. I mean, he was heartbroken like no other. <laughs> but, hell, at this time, I was sweating so bad. I was, He said pigs, and I started throwing M&Ms, food to the side. I'm like, let's get the <laughs> scent in gonna... here. <laughs> we chased the game up to try killing pigs. But then, uh, so, Randy ended up shooting one. I can't remember how how many of us shot one that evening. I think, I, I don't know if I shot mine that evening, the same time Randy did, or what. But
2: I shot mine the, the second evening. Second evening.
1: I may the have shot week. mine when Randy, yeah, I shot mine the same time Randy did. Cause they were working their way back from that horseshoe. Cause I was right down the ravine that we shoot across now is the shortcut. And uh,
2: when I shot mine too, there was nineteen of them, and I shot the lead one. And she had, it was like mama, you know, she had the she had sagging the oh yeah <laughs> <sagging> <laughs> movies like she had a fresh litter or something, and she was the lead one, and I smoked her at nineteen yards. And uh, I remember I was I was blood trailing her. I had gotten down because it was early in the evening, and I was like, "I'm gonna go get this pig." Like I was pumped. Like I don't care about wasting the rest of the evening. I go and I go get her, and I'm blood trailing, and I'm then I start to get a little scared. Like man, these are. Like they're supposed to be kind of dangerous, right? Like you're not supposed to be walking up on them.
1: You're helping my story, by the way. Yeah, so, I already heard this, so I know where it's going.
2: Yeah, and I I, I walk up, and mine's like not dead yet in this brush pile, like five feet from me, and I'm like, oh, Uh-oh. I don't have my bow. Like I left it like back there, whatever. I forget what happened, but I end up like having to go back and get my bow, and then I came back to where she was, and she had crawled out of there and was like a little further, but she had she had expired while I'd walked back to get my bow.
1: You got I'd lucky.
2: I drag her back to the tree and took some pictures and climbed back up the tree. So like my dead pig is like laying at the base of my tree <laughs> and I don't <laughs> know what to do with it. I've never killed one before, you know, like
1: how the hell um, we do. Yep.
2: Yeah. So uh, at the end of the hunt, you know, I took it to the truck and we took the loins out and we really didn't know what we were doing, you know, other than they were legal game to kill. I think like, like, all you had to have was a hunting license. Off of
1: it. <laughs> so they're considered a nuisance there. So all yeah. you have to have is a hunting license
0: to yeah, hunt that's them. You don't have is. to
1: have anything else. It's just like basically like a coyote here. Really?
0: Yeah. So that's what I'm running into with this South Carolina thing. Because I told him, man, I really don't want to do this. I've already done three other trips this year. I don't want to spend a whole lot of money. Their family yeah. is really nice. They're, they have a mansion, so to speak, down there. I said, I don't really want to spend a whole bunch of money, man. So what? send me the DNR stuff and I look it up. I can buy a like a three or four day license for like forty bucks. And that's all I need to shoot. Oh, no, that's weird
1: because usually right. you can do like three day fishing license. There's not right. too many states that do that that
0: I'm aware of. Actually, that's the only one I'm aware of. Because well, it's one if that. you do like the they. I think even Tennessee. I can't remember. There's a couple states. That's another state I want
1: to try because Tennessee, you can kill two
0: bucks. But, like, you can do the one day, the three day, the ten day. But, like, it excludes everything, the deer, the waterfowl, the turkey, all the shit that you want to hunt. This is basically small game or coyotes. But this place, I can shoot hogs for $40 for three days. (laughs) So, I'm going to let the arrow fly.
2: (laughs) I know know a lot of states have the three-day hunting thing, but it excludes deer and turkey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's what we need to do. But uh, so back to my my hog story. Um, so Randy shoots is, and I'm like hell yeah, we got a pig down. Shoot, we're on a, we're cooking this thing up because then we would be drinking beer, cooking it up as we're taking the meat off of it. Like it'd be hanging from a tree. Clint would be cutting it up and handing me the back straps, and I'm on the grill already. And it's going straight, it's going straight from the tree, you know, hanging from the tree to the grill, and where someone's seasoning on. This thing is
0: that's awesome. You can't get any fresher, and that's what I want for the not to interrupt you. I'm sorry, yeah, that's what I want for this coming season like 2022 i want to have a, a a deer camp i've never really got to experience oh, deer camp
1: i think me and Burks maybe it'll make it happen
0: let's do it. I, yeah. I don't care if it's public land i don't care if we set up a fucking camper in the driveway <laughs> i want to have deer camp somewhere yeah, yeah.
1: It, it, it's a real blast but man people think it's a uh and he got to experience a little bit this year in ohio like people think yeah. oh it's gonna be a blast it's a it's a good time boys buckle up you yeah, get your ass kicked.
0: get ready but <laughs> do we not birch like we hike
1: we we hike and hike if someone kills one we have to go through the process of dragging it out cutting it up um before you know it uh, you get back we're 40 minutes from the campsite so you drive back to there guess what it's one o'clock the, in the wife the <laughs> wife ain't there to make dinner so we have to make food i mean <laughs> we talk about like overall oh, drink some beer to celebrate we drink two beers and we're ready for bed i don't blame you you, you know, know we,
2: we it, i think this timer must be wrong what's that the the it what's
1: says, it, it's showing 59 for
2: us? Oh, okay. It says an hour
0: and 59 here. No, it uh, says 59 for
2: us. Yeah. <laughs> You're <all> like, <laughs> damn, like, man, two hours. Well, that's
0: that's like uh the podcast we did with the Troy Lightning, like we were talking about. We'd been drinking, which w- w- he'd been drinking, and it was kind of fun because it was just kind of one of those shows where we were just we bullshitted. Next thing you know, we look up, I was like, damn, we've been on for two hours, <laughs> man. We
2: gotta get off here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I watched it all yesterday. Actually,
0: yeah, he told me that you, uh, you, you know, you went through and watched a, a bunch of the shows, and I yeah, appreciate well, I watched, just the support, man. Really,
2: yeah, I watched a few of them. You know, I wanted to know what I was getting into. Well, and I, I was under the impression I was coming to you guys because I I, <laughs> right. I, I had watched Jesse Posey's. I think, yeah, the only one I had seen, uh, like last year maybe. Yep. I think well, it was he uh he here maybe but it was like moonlighting outdoors or something. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that was that,
0: that's Justin's Justin's deal. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean I had watched Jesse Posey. Right,
0: right. I get what you're saying. But, the, but oh, he was there he was for the in, the podcast. In live in studio.
2: Yeah, yeah. He was live in studio. So that's what I was under the impression. And I mean, you guys are just so far for me. Like I joke with these guys, you know, we do the Kentucky thing and that's South. So you know, Randy, Adam, Clint, they're all, like, right over there in that area, you know, and they're like, mm-hmm. uh just be in my driveway at 3 a.m. We'll <laughs> I'm like, oh, sure. Yeah, I'm only an hour north, so I'll get up at 1.15 and get ready. and
0: yeah. Might as well not even go to bed. <laughs> but, yeah.
2: So I'm that If we ever change it up, we're going to Michigan. So that way they can <laughs> park in my driveway. I'm getting extra hours.
0: Hey, it's day. funny you say that. I had a conversation with two different people today. I'm trying to, like I said, I'm trying to get uh, like a deer camp put together for, uh, for next year, for 2022. And Michigan actually came up. So UP, the upper peninsula of Michigan, like 80% yeah. of this place is public land. So you can kind of like go wherever for the most part. I mean, most of it, you can public land. And we found this place. It's a monster cabin, full bar, pool table, sleeps 10 with bunk beds, living room, washer, dryer, the whole setup for 300 bucks a night. If you get five guys to go for five days, that's $300 a person. That's not that bad. And the license was only like, 140 or something like that is that what it is for michigan but michigan you know their their rutting stuff is going to hit a lot earlier you know a, a a mid-october hunt there would be like a late october hunt here which yeah. i think it would be i think it would be a blast
1: and uh, for some reason I, I need to hunt it i need to hunt michigan because michigan is it's it birch does research michigan's number one state at deer kill am i am i wrong works it's usually it top, Wisconsin it's usually top three with the amount of deer kill.
2: Yeah, it's got a huge population. They just don't really have quality. The quality of deer
1: has never been there.
2: Right.
1: So, but I don't know. With the number of deer that kill there, I just, I don't know. I've always been like, I don't think they have the giant. But if we go back to how we used to do it, it's for fun.
2: Yeah, that's all I want. Man,
1: we can go there and slay them. That would be a blast. That's
2: what I still consider Kentucky that, you know. Yeah. Uh, This year, I shot shot a 100-inch buck in Kentucky, you know. you get more? Like I, I shot you. a buck in Kentucky this year, but
0: you were the 100-inch buck. Like. Well, I, I've admitted it on the the, the last couple <laughs> of podcasts I've done. I'll step out for this one. Um, I went to uh, Ohio, and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not, I don't have a huge personal background with public land hunting, so it, was, it opened my eyes to a whole new thing. You know, I'm not used to that sort of thing. And I got down to having two days left, and I was like, I'm kind of like your Kentucky trip. Next thing it walks through this woods is getting smoked because yep. I haven't seen anything. I got guys running through the woods with crossbows. I mean, I've had so many stories with this Ohio trip. And uh, I had a, uh, I shot a little six-pointer, probably like the smallest deer I've ever shot in my life. It was a yep. little bit like a little bitty basket rack. But it was one of the hardest deer I've ever earned in my life. Yeah. And I didn't even get to keep anything off of it because the coyotes tore it to shreds before I could even do anything with
2: it. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, we we got back to the truck and then went back in there and looked like a pack of wolves hit it when I come back, split in half, yeah. fur everywhere. I mean, it was pretty raunchy, really. Well,
2: my, uh, my 168 from Kentucky, um, uh, I shot him at 3.30 in the afternoon and didn't start looking for him until 5.30. Found mm-hmm. him. He, was, he only went about 80 yards uh there was there was 15 turkey buzzards on them they had eaten they had eaten his asshole out and they oh, yeah. ate both back hams off of him wow. within the two hours that i'd shot him
0: you know we we've talked a lot about you know these uh public land trips that you guys have taken and stuff i want to talk to you a little bit i want to i don't want to get too deep into it like i said because i want to have you back on definitely want to have you back on before turkey season but um tips and tactics a little bit like are you a, like a big scent control guy or how does that work
2: i mean i'm not i'm not really you know and uh i i, I say this all the time to people always say like you know what's your big secret you know what are you doing obviously i have great places to hunt you know that's not that that definitely plays a role you know i'm pretty fortunate the places that i'm that i have permission to hunt you know they they seem to have a lot of deer coming through them. None of my places hold deer, though. Every one nope. of my places are passed through. You and know, you and got, most of
1: your places, the woods are what, the most 10 acres?
2: Yeah, yeah. So they're all passed through places, right? And knowing that, uh, my tactic has always been be there as much as possible. You know what I mean? Like, like put myself there, put myself there, put myself there. And now trail, you know, know, trail cams are coming along and they're proving what I've always said is like the deer are only here, here and there. Mm -hmm. So you have to be here when they're here. That's the only way you're ever going to be successful. And we're not living in, you know, you see these guys on TV in Iowa and Kansas, they're living, they're hunting 1200 acre pieces. You know, they can pass deer and pattern deer and, we can't do that around here. These no. deer aren't doing that. I mean, but a
1: great example is how many, you got how many bucks you got on your wall behind you, Birch?
2: I have 13, I 13 mounted.
1: Okay. How many of them have you killed that you've had trail cam pictures of?
2: Uh, probably only four or five, maybe. That's
1: the difference between hunting small areas.
2: Yeah. You, you know
0: you're, you're you're like you said you're putting yourself in the the right time frame to be in there you're logging the hours you're chasing yep. bucks on your camera and then you may get lucky with the buck chasing the doe or maybe he's just traveling through the area that day you know yeah yeah i mean well, these yeah,
1: 1200 pretty- acres they're showing you trail cameras trail cameras and i got 70 pictures of this buck that's i killed here it's yeah you can't do that with 10 acres or yeah, fifteen I mean, acres, twenty acres. And, I mean
2: and the other on these TV shows, they're hunting states where baiting's legal.
1: Yep. You that's know? a big key. If
2: baiting was legal here in Indiana, I'd have a lot more big bucks
0: all
1: <laughs> Oh, because your trail cameras blow up.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I want it in Indiana. I don't yeah, think no, I want I it.
2: I don't want it either, but I'm just saying that w- here in Indiana, we're not hunting the big track. We're hunting the tiny track. They're bouncing woodlock to woodlot to woodlot to woodlot. So you Mm -hmm. just had to put yourself there. And I'm fortunate enough that my wife and my my family, my lifestyle has allowed me to hunt like I hunt, you know. Uh, This year, I shot my big buck on November 6th. And if I was doing the math right, I think I may have only not hunted four days where I didn't at least sit a morning or evening sit from October 1st to November 6th.
0: Well, the Saturday before that is, or was it two Saturdays before that? Is when you you shot one, right? But you you couldn't recover it. Oh, you yeah, brought yeah. that
1: up. Oh, I was just he asking. I'm not that. making
2: fun of him. I just want to hear the no, story. No, no, no. no it, it's a tradition. Hate, yes. So, as, as a bow hunter, I mean, I it happens. I hate it, I hate it, but I have I've had multiple giants where I've stuck one and not found it. You know, and it's sickening. It uh is. adam was on the track i mean i called these guys in i thought we were finding a one fit. this was a 150 inch eight pointer he was a giant he was he a man. Man. that's a giant i seen corner. trail
1: cams i mean for an eight this thing was mega <laughs> buck. he
2: was a mega eight and i had so he was i he was the buck i had the most trail cam picks of i had multiple encounters with this dude and like that was the he was the only deer i was going to shoot at that place and then uh like I'd seen him multiple times and just couldn't get him to come in, you know, into bow range. And then that, that particular hunt, I'm sitting there and just everything was not working in my favor that weekend. Uh, the wife wanted to go to Jacob's Orchard <laughs> <area> <laughs> were I there. Did. Jacob's Orchard that Saturday when she plans, my wife's great. She plans it at noon, right? We're right. going to Jacob's Orchards at noon. Guess where I was up till noon? I was hunting. Right. I came home at 10, 30, 11, took a shower. We go to Jacob's Orchard. Then like we're there with another family couple that we know, you know, and their kids. And, and then they're like, let's all go eat thousand degree pizza. And I'm like, okay, but let's, uh, I'm
1: going you know, to look. Like, yeah. We need to hurry, hurry this up.
2: <laughs> I got a date, you know, so we hurried up and we're at, well, thousand degree wasn't on the same hurry up schedule that I was. <laughs>
0: A thousand degree is good, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's good. So, we're there. We're having a good time. But I'm sitting there just like, I need to get to the woods. like
0: Pacing back and forth.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, when we finally get out of there, I get to the woods. I'm going to the woods at like 5, 10. 5, 10. <laughs> Actually,
0: you sent a text
1: message that day, didn't you? Yeah. I, to I, Randy I, or something?
2: I feel like I feel like I went in. Or I, call, I called Randy on my Called way. Randy. And he's like, yeah.
1: you're going in right now. And he, he, he said,
2: like, you're going hunting right now? It's 5 o'clock. I was like, well, I mean, this is before the time change. This is like mid, it's like October 18th, 19th, something like that. And uh, he's like, you can't be going in this late. And I was like, dude, it only takes one minute, five minutes to all go down. (laughs) Absolutely. So you need to be there. That's my, that's always been my secret. More than scent control, more than moon phase, more than, oh, it's too windy, too rainy, too cold, too hot. I don't pay attention to any of that. Now, don't get me wrong; I do believe deer smell. Like, obviously, you want to be strategic. What stand you sit in, based on the wind. You know what I mean? Like, like, but I don't, I don't believe in the ozone. Like, a lot of the stuff. Like, I don't think Ozonics is gonna. If the deer's coming in from downwind to you, even if you got Ozonics, even if you sprayed down with fresh earth, you got fresh earth right. wavers hanging on you. You got coon piss on your boots, whatever <laughs> it is. I think the deer is still going to blow and take off. You know what I mean? If he's coming in from downwind, I don't think there's a, the only, the only tactic can be hunt the right stand for where the wind is. That's your own. No matter how scent control safe you are, I don't think there's a way around it. They smell something funny, fishy, they're gone. And I'm a believer in that for sure. But, I, don't really I, know I just it. try
0: to do as much as I possibly can to maybe stack the odds on my side a little bit since I know that their their nose is so strong. And, and I've even, like, I would say this year one of my biggest lessons that I've learned personally is not to take that so serious. Like, you yeah. can ask Adam, my clothes don't even come out of my bag until we get parked <laughs> and I get my stuff on to go, yeah. you know. Now yeah. he's picking me up to go hunting and I'm already fully dressed. You I'm kind of getting mean?
1: him trained. He's
2: getting me trained up a little <laughs> bit. Which, he's playing. He's flinging skull on you and stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Oh, we gotta yeah. stop at the gas station. Or he's
2: gotta get down to take a poo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
1: does happen a lot.
2: Yeah. yeah sure. uh, so like I, I just think that uh, you know, like my secret is just I just hunt more than everybody else. Based on my lifestyle, my family, my my wife le- allows it. Like she lets me go like crazy.
0: But well, it's hard she to knows, stop somebody when hunting,
2: they... She knows hunting just drives me nuts, you know, and I, I just want to go, 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 go. But then, you know, I, I shot that... So, October, me and Adam and Randy and Clint was in Kentucky on the Halloween, and we mm-hmm. were there again on November 5th. Mm-hmm. Well, Adam didn't go. He, he was... Sick day. Uh, huh?
1: I used a sick day. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: He used a sick day on our pre-scheduled events, but we... <laughs> <laughs> me and randy still went i shot I, I had shot a buck i shot a doe and i met it was cool me and randy oh yeah this
1: is a cool story me
2: and randy met this guy in the parking lot there on november 5th only me and randy went back on the 5th which was a friday that was my that's a big buck anniversary yeah friday. you
1: killed two or three bucks on the 5th I've of killed, November.
2: i've killed three bucks on november 5th including the 168 from kentucky <laughs> last year it was was on November 5th.
0: That's awesome.
2: So that's my day, you know. And that was my day here already. Like, the one sitting in the middle right here was a November 5th kill. Uh, one of the ones, like, uh, back here was a November 5th kill. And then I would have had it done back. Remember that, Adam? My, I, I killed those two. I killed those two. I you
1: had, you on had talked about day this day. He was talking about this day for a long time. Yeah. This day was special to him. November and then 5th. the third year wasn't it? The third year he's like yeah. November fifth. I think he took the day off of work. He's like it's, oh, going, to next year he's, it's going to happen. It's going to it's going to happen. Yeah. And then he's in so, a stand, and I get a text from him, and you can
2: go from there. Yeah. I. I so I uh, twenty or two thousand nine. I shot a one mid one thirties one thirty five. Pope and Young out of my out of my out of my. Out of, climber. I, the I, that's when I didn't have stands too. Yep. So it was I, a climber? Then uh, November 5th of 2010, I shot the one dead center right here. Uh, He's mid-150s, 10, just a perfect clean 10. I shot him on November 5th out of the same tree in my climber again. I didn't even have a stand-up. I was in my climber but just climbed the same tree that I had done the November 5th before. Then 2011, November 5th rolls around. I put myself in that exact same tree again and uh, had a 140s chase a doe by me eight times but the doe would stop at like in bow range and the buck would stop like 60 70 yards back catching his breath tongue hanging out his mouth and everything yeah yeah and I, i could never get a shot at him but like it legit about went down three years in a row out of the same tree pope and young 130 140 150 kind of deer out of the same tree in the same woods that you know like three years in a row
0: that's awesome i love hearing those kind of stories so this coming year, twenty twenty two, I'll be. Do, I'm going for the three peat. Yeah. I've killed on the same day, October twenty seventh, two years in a row. Right. I'm going for the three peat, which it'd have to be something pretty decent for me to shoot it because I'm tired of hearing him <laughs> tell me that I can shoot big bucks. Right, and all pull,
1: I'm pulling the Randy Kincaid on him. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> can't the, shoot the big ones you're, if you you're shoot small. You're ones. Giving him the Cody Hollingsworth treatment. Oh guy. my
1: gosh, yes. Yeah, so we have a guy from work that man. Every year Birch gets trail cams of Giants. I mean, it's it's a given. He's on show us 15 shooters and we're like, what the hell? Right. But Cody's the same way. Then he hunts like Birch does October 1st. That dude's in the woods all time, in he.
2: Yeah, yeah. He
1: hunts like a madman, but he gets so impatient and shoots a, like a 115 every yeah. year. And you're like, dude, quit showing us these giants if you're gonna shoot this.
2: And then he'll take he'll take buddies and they shoot the one sixty-eight <laughs> right. they do every
1: year too. Yeah. But, well, like but I give it to him this year. He's been patient. He, he's he's out had out opportunities. He did have an he, opportunity. He wounded
2: a 150. Yeah,
1: but point. but he's still holding out. He's he's not that guy. We've we've broke him from being that guy. Well, it's the end yeah. of the year, I just shot him. He's just yeah. a, he we've broke him for saying, Well, that guy that you passed now is gonna be a good one now.
0: You know, I, I chalk it up to I I wasn't really behind my bow that much, so I think I just got excited in the moment. Mm-hmm. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything. I would do the exact same thing that I did. Yeah. Because I just had fun, like you're talking about going to Kentucky and you know that drilling gets you going and yeah I was jacked up, you know. And this, you know, he might score 110, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe every
2: every, <laughs> every every deer I've killed in Kentucky has been awesome. So. Thanks, and I, I've been, me, Adam can attest, uh, all the years we went to Kentucky, I had a kill streak. I had killed a deer in Kentucky in September.
1: I, and we were rooting against him. Every,
2: <laughs> I, did, I killed a deer in September every single year in Kentucky up until like two years ago. Or actually, I think it was last year, wasn't it?
1: It was last year. I we did, thought I this did, is the I, year. Birch is on a stinking. We were like, hell yeah, because we've all had a year where we didn't kill one in Kentucky and Birch is the only one that doesn't. And we were like, hell yeah, this is going to be his year. But then, then he, I then shot one on a record.
2: trip, but like in September, I've always killed one in September. Mm-hmm. So like to me, killing one in September is so awesome. oh Even, it if, even if it's a small yearling doe, whatever. Get that
0: summer coat. I, I've,
2: sh- I've actually killed three velvet bucks in Kentucky. But none of them are bigger than a five-pointer. Yeah, right. Combined,
1: we're breaking 80 inches. <laughs>
2: right. yeah. The five pointer is not even a legit five-pointer. I'm counting like a little bump. You know, like he's right. he's a dink dink. But he's velvet though. And he, I shot my first buck in Kentucky, was a spike in full velvet. But that spike and full velvet, Adam will remember this. These guys come, I said, hey, somebody bring the deer cart from the camper. not close they come they come over there and they're like uh i had barely reception where i was or whatever and i was there with the deer cart and i was like well i got a doe laying over there (laughs) i got another doe down right over there and then my little velvet (laughs) spike is down right over here like we we took out three deer uh on the deer cart that i had shot and all three of my arrows was all three of my arrows was stuck in the ground in a circle like that with blood. So It's <laughs> awesome. I shot the one doe. And you
1: shot one, yeah.
2: I shot the one doe, and then, then like ten minutes later, here come another big doe, and she was over there smelling the bloody arrow. So I was like, Ah oh, hell! I got four tags. So I <laughs> freaking shoot. I put an arrow through her, and now her bloody arrow is another pass through, and it's stuck in the ground right next to the other bloody arrow. And then here comes this spike buck. And I didn't even have an arrow knock because I was like, man, I already got two deer. These guys are gonna be like, are you kidding me? Because like, <laughs> they're like, we got two deer. to Get out and get. It is
1: ninety yeah. degrees.
2: We're hungry. We're tired. All these, you know, <laughs> I'm hunting with a bunch of pansies. So we get we get the uh, then the, that deer that little spike. He was his spikes were so small I couldn't even tell it was a buck. And he's look he's smelling the two bloody arrows. And as he's over there smelling the two bloody arrows, I get the look and I'm like, that's a buck. And then I'm looking and I'm like, he's got velvet on them spikes. I mean, he they're just like this, like <laughs> yeah. three inch, three or four inch spikes, but they're full velvet. I was like, Velvet buck? Tell Let's me I will tell me <laughs> I will <want. laughs> <laughs> so, so now I shot the I shot the one doe, which was a small doe. But then the big doe, big mama doe comes in and smelling the arrow, so I put an arrow through her, and then then that little buck came in. I what didn't even have an arrow on my on my arrow rest. I was like, I've got two deer to track. These guys are going to be giving me so much hell about <laughs> you know they're tired, hungry. We got to get these deer out of here. Then that little buck, I noticed it was a buck, and then I noticed it was velvet, and I was like, this is another. This is a a velvet buck kill. If I pull this off, so I. Sent an arrow through him. All three of my arrows were stuck in the ground perfectly at an angle that's in the awesome. same little like one foot area. It was that was the most epic. Like and that's why I go to Kentucky. Just you, to run arrows through some you stuff.
0: You go you go to have fun. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because
2: like I mean, yeah, you see all these big bucks back here, but uh man you know, my season is grueling.
1: You know, I, I wish it was the same buddy back up. As that was for that spike. Because you know how much fun we had, actually, when you were like, oh, my gosh, you kill a spike at some velvet. That's badass. Yeah. (laughs) Like, your buddies back you up so much on that stuff. But you come to your home state and kill something like that? (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, we're like, you're dragging that thing out on your own. (laughs) Don't even even call me. (laughs) Yeah. But it it was – it's just, man, it's it's a – if people would just get out and do it, get a couple buddies and go out of state, you will not regret it, and you'll be doing it ten years later like we've been doing.
0: And the people that you meet too is pretty cool. Oh my you know? gosh, the
1: amount of people yeah, yeah. we've met from out of state. Yeah, Don't get back to that story goal. you were talking about, Randy. Yeah.
2: So, so me and Randy go down there on November fifth, right? This is my big buck anniversary. I've killed giants on November fifth before, and I had had done it on in Kentucky last year on November fifth. And me and Randy's there, just me and him. We're there stupid early. Randy is like, oh yeah, he has us there like an hour before we even need to get out of the truck so So we're sitting there in the parking lot and then uh we're sitting there in the parking lot we're by ourselves and i was like dude let's drive down to the other parking lot let's just see if there's other hunters coming yet you know there's like three or four parking lots right here on this county road that all access the same lane though and uh we drive down to this one and i seen a light on down there i was like dude there's somebody down in the parking lot drive down in there we drive down in there this guy's from He's from uh, Vermont. This guy's from Vermont. I'm like, dude, that is a long way dude, from. That's here. a hell of a drive. Yeah, and uh, he he's in a Toyota. He's in a Toyota Tacoma, camper shell on it.
0: You need
1: to tag dude, him in this. Dude
2: has he's like. I'm like, are you a hunting public guy? I've like, <laughs> seen him. I've seen him get out, and he has a cot. He has a bed cot in the bed of his truck. He's got, like, a boot dryer. He's got a fold-down table built that, like, flips up out of the way, but then he can fold it down. He's got, like, a little sink, and, like, he's got, like, a little camp stove. Like, this dude's got, like, a little setup in the bed of his truck. Like, he's lit. he can live it out of the bed of his truck, like the Hunt in Public kind of guys or whatever. And I thought it was cool. Randy didn't see it because, like, I've I'm, I'm got my passenger side window talking to this dude in the parking lot. And he's like, you guys hunted here before? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we've been coming here for, you know, year. a lot of times, we, you know, obviously we give some other people to run around, you know, like you, you can gauge the people, you know, like when you can tell the guy's a dick and an asshole and he's not oh, going to yeah. be friendly to you, then we give it right back, you know? Right. But this dude was cool. He was legit. He was sincere. Like, he was like, I've never killed a buck over 100 inches in my life and here he is driving all the way to kentucky to hunt public you know? driving
0: 15 hours to
2: yeah. shoot a spike <laughs> yeah so i so he asked us some you know some tidbits and like we were legit giving this dude the hookup because I, I within one minute i had read the guy yep like of all the guys I pretty I've easy 40
1: percent of the time you can tell like you don't even tell this guy anything yeah, this yeah, is a yeah, good yeah. dude like it's hey man guy, this guy's yeah, legit yeah.
2: This dude was cool, and uh, so we give him we give him legit info. He's like, "Where would you guys recommend me going?" He's saddle hunting. I was like, "Dude, if I was saddle hunting, I would get back here on this ridge that, you know, we we know they're back there, but we just ain't gonna. We just we're just too lazy anymore to hike back that far when we know we could kill deer somewhere closer, you know. So we we sent him back there, and uh, you know we sat there and shot the shit with him for fifteen minutes. We drive out of that parking lot, and then I told Randy, I was like, dude, you know what? Go back. I want to talk to that dude again. We go back, and I'm like, hey, look me up. I was like, what's your name on Facebook? I looked him up on Facebook. I want to, I want to communicate with this guy more, right? Mm-hmm. It, when we split ways that day, I know I'm probably never going to see that guy again. Right. Uh, but I want to be able to, like, did you ever have any luck or whatever? And uh, he he, he looked, he look, he's told me his name, but his name was, uh, Jesse Smith or something like there was, a, there was 80,000 of them. <laughs> he didn't come up. He's not that active on Facebook or whatever. Randy was like, look Birch up. He's like, he's probably got like a big buck profile pic or something. <laughs> he typed my name in and I was, that was the first one that popped up, you know? And like he chose, he like friend requested me and, uh, that even anyways that day you know i i shot i shot a deer that day with randy and uh, i i ended up missing a nice buck that day too that was a pope and young buck that i shot right under but then we we see that dude at the parking lot and he didn't have any luck or whatever that evening but uh there was a gun hunt in that public land so that public land we hunt in kentucky that's another part i forgot to leave out or i left out on accident. Yeah. Um, right. that, that part, not only is it the most deer killed in the Kentucky state when we looked up that Owen County, Kentucky, mm-hmm. that public land we hunt is archery only.
0: That's even better.
2: That's it's that's
0: awesome. the key I
1: was telling Brett. I was like, you yeah, do so I much
2: research. I, I didn't
1: even think about talking about that either, but that was a key when he was talking about to go to Ohio. I was like, man, you need to research it like no other. I said, yeah. I said we would kind of I been screwed can... if we didn't have birch, but like Birchie went to the distance of researching what, okay, yeah, you can hunt this. Is it gun? Is it bow? Is it both or what? And he found this place in Kentucky that was bow only. And it was that way for years. Until the uh, shit, when was it?
2: Last four or five years, they've been having a draw hunt there. Yeah, and we went down there. It was going to be
1: a go back hunt for us. (laughs) We went down there, got way early. Thought we were way early, and there was like twenty trucks, and we're like, what the hell we get out and these guys got hunter orange on it just it just busted our bubble like
2: (laughs) yeah yeah we were like hey what why is everybody putting orange on like they were like it's a special draw hunt here for gun you have to be a drawn hunter today
1: yeah
2: we're like what like it's public (laughs) land like we've been coming here like they just started it they've been doing it like the last four or five years
0: i think the the thing that um I still had fun. You know, it was still yeah, fun. It but, always will be. But it was it was a short-term uh, deal. Like, I killed on the 27th. We didn't decide to go to Ohio like three days before that. It was kind of just like a spur of the moment. Hey, let's go, you know. So we went. We already had the time off work. We we, we basically had the week planned out at home, what we were going to do. And it, it burst his – Brian's bubble even more because we're in Ohio – and he's getting pictures of these 160s running the river, you know, yep. in his Indiana spot, which I don't think he liked that too well, but you know, like you're still going to, you know, he didn't kill the deer while we were over there. He could still go over there and, you know, still try it out. But we, it was such a blast. We took an enclosed trailer.
1: This is what, well, we've kind of experienced it. The camper that we stripped out, <laughs> the meat <laughs> wagon, the traditional meat wagon. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: You know, we just had an enclosed trailer and, um, it didn't really work out. It had one one cot in it, but I had a tent, and he had a tent. You know, it was – I'm not going to lie to you. It was like, hey, let's drink beer until we're warm enough to go to bed because I woke up with frost on my pillow. You know what I mean? But, But,
1: like – I mean, his story of Ohio, it, remember, it reminds me of our first time going to Kentucky with all of us. Yeah, yeah. We started off with, uh, we called it the meat wagon. <laughs> we had a camper at Clinton. I think he paid like $500 for it. We stripped it all. We, just threw, we built bunk beds inside of it. We went down to Kentucky. Birch did his research. Now, we're talking about this one property that we always hunt. But the first, I don't know, three or four years, We were hunting other properties. It took us a while to figure it out. So don't give up on Ohio. No, I want to go back. Because it took us years to figure out this is where we need to be. It it wasn't we we only hunted that place. We hunted, I don't know, five or six different places But before we realized.
2: We were killing deer in the others. We were
1: killing deer. Yes, absolutely. But what really screwed us over is when we killed the hogs. (laughs) Once we killed the hogs, we were putting our time into this one area because – Elf, I ain't seen the belker. No,
0: you know to go back. <laughs> I see a pig. Go back a little bit on when we were talking about setups with the climbers and the saddles and all that. You think it would be beneficial? Because you know me, I like to film. Mm-hmm. Say we, we we I wanted to go with you to out of state somewhere and, and film. You think the saddle would be okay? Because we only need three climbing sticks for the two of us. We're gonna be in the same tree. You think it'd be easier to get in and out with filming equipment and everything? As far as a setup, you know, I I'll carry what? the climbing sticks in.
2: I watched the hunt in public do that the other day. Like the both the cameraman and the hunter was both in saddles.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I seen it. I just seen a video the other day. I, I was watching.
1: I think. I think it'd be more beneficial for a cameraman. Oh, for even sure. if you take a climber, because a cameraman has a much more shit to carry in.
2: Yeah, you still got a backpack of stuff. Full yep. of stuff. Yeah, it looks like
0: I'm going elk hunting most of the time, and I'm just so, going
1: You're comfortable with your climber. I think you could still pull it off. I think you can still video. You just got to watch how high you go with a saddle or with your climber for the cameraman to be able to pull it off. Because if you go way up there and he only brought three sticks, he's videoing from underneath you. It it wouldn't be the same. So you would have to, I'd say you'd have to practice it.
0: Oh, for sure. So
1: you'd get an idea how high to climb before you try pulling off a saddle and and a climber
0: video. Right, right. Yeah, I think I, I need to get a public land set up uh, down because I, I want to go on, on trips like that. You know,
1: you said something, Brad, a while back about like uh, the hunting public are doing the public land challenge.
0: Oh, I want to you know, do we, one. We can
1: we could bring Blue River bow hunting to Kentucky
0: with us. Hey, I'll film. I'll, and, I'll bring the beer and the camera. But and, and we it.
1: can kind of get something going like that. Like shh, half the years I can't afford it, but guess what? If I ain't hunting, I can video, and I don't have to pay for a hunting license. Yeah, we yeah. we can get a little. Uh, we don't have I a name for even, ourselves and, yet, and
0: even we could even do it in Indiana. Say we have a free weekend in October somewhere. You guys got buddies. I got buddies. We find a campground somewhere in Hoosier National oh, we've or had, something like that, you know, and have a deer camp and yeah. have a a, a a a. Of course, we're not going to go in there we're, in Indiana. We're not going to shoot a basket rack. We're not going to shoot a spike. Yeah, but we yeah. could have like a challenge, like we we'll see what you got. We'll see what we can get on. You know what can you get on film? You know it, yeah. it just it would be a lot of fun. I think. I think
1: so. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, yeah. uh, you, I mean, you bring up anything. Me and me and Birch kind of look eye to eye and be like, oh, we got a story on that I'm one too.
2: Say, I've <laughs> been all over the Hoosier National. I've been all over <laughs> wall Yeah, Huntington. Uh, Hoosier
1: National. You had a chance at a giant there. I was. Uh, I was with you.
2: Yep. Yeah And you had to
1: go. You, you shot a doe, and and I think. That may have been one of the times that we put it on a stick and carried it out. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, did, yeah. Didn't we do that? I thought yeah. we did. And it was so easy. Yeah. We actually uh, tied, we had rope, I think it was. We tied yeah, it, I it have, four I legs have, up.
2: like a bow pull up rope. Like you know, like the right. pull up rope or whatever, and like tied his legs to the to or tied her legs to the uh, yeah stick, and we like laid the stick across our shoulders and like walked out. And of it, it That's legit
1: awesome. was, I mean, we we won it, we done it, and it was easy as could be. Um, man, I forgot about that story. That's uh, that yeah. was a good time.
0: I think we should put something together. Where it be? I know you guys have your Kentucky trip or whatever. You know, I think it would be fun, even if maybe another state or Indiana. Yeah or whatever. I say Ooh, we put together that a
1: fireball. <laughs> I cool.
0: say we put I know it's not like a big thing to you guys, but I put a lot of time and work and stuff into the Blue River bow hunting. And I think we could put together a, a public land challenge type of thing and it would be a blast for all of us, you know.
2: I, yeah, I love I love hunting public land even here in Indiana. I mean, uh I remember the first time I went to Brookville Reservoir I've, like I said, I've hunted in Indiana. I've hunted Hoosier National. I've hunted Brookville Reservoir. I've hunted Salamony Reservoir, Mississippi Reservoir, J. Edward Roush Lake, which used to oh, yeah. be Huntington. Um, All
1: the draw hunts.
2: I've hunted a lot of draw hunts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've hunted. I've even hunted like there's a Randolph County Fish and Wildlife Area here, like just outside of like kind of where I hunt now. It's barely in the Randolph County out of Delaware. Mm-hmm. i've killed i've killed there i've killed a doe in in the randolph county fish and wildlife area that's like 100 acres and there's there's 37 hunters in there sometimes i've killed a doe there on from the ground with my bow yeah like, that's awesome but
1: uh, like i'm sitting here looking at at the bucks on the wall birch and i remember i went on my eight-year streak of not killing a buck and i thought man i gotta do something different yeah. It's it's not that you have to do something different. You're 100% correct. You have to put the time in.
2: Yeah.
1: Because that eight years I went, I was putting the time in. I just wasn't, I wasn't, I don't know. I learned to hunt the wind a little better. Yeah. Because I was like, I think I kept hunting the same spots because it looked, the sign was there.
2: Right. No matter what the wind. Yeah.
1: Was. Like no matter what the wind was, I was hunting the same spots because I was just young. Right. But. But the older I got, like it, it started clicking for me. So like I don't know, don't don't give up and just start shooting dinks is my message, I guess.
2: Yeah, 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 for sure. I I um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've shot my hand, my handful. You know, I've killed, like I said, I've killed twenty three bucks in my life. We just did the math like the other day. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, a couple of those are velvet Kentucky dinks. Yeah. One of those is a hundred inch from this year from Kentucky. Like I've got like six or seven racks down here on the wall or down here on the floor that you can't see that are a bunch of little dig basket racks that I've shot and they all they all do something for you. Some of them are park hunts, big oak hunts, whatever you know. Like
0: uh, Ryan got drawn for a musloader hunt at Muscatatuck, if I'm not mistaken. I think I've hunted there once. Yep. And he, I've, I've never uh, heard that. I don't think he's gonna go. I think, I think it's more wetlands.
1: If I'm right. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's got what, some good duck out in
1: there. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, it is actually, but uh, I, I found one spot there. It had all kinds of sign, and it was one of those. It was one of those hunts that I was like, nothing is going right. I climb up, get set up, orange hat falls off. Is
0: that, is, <laughs> is that our twenty twenty one season? <laughs> oh,
1: geez, oh Pete, <laughs> this season for me has been uh, well, an ass whooping.
2: Well, uh, yeah, last year. For me, everyone only seen the successful side. I mean, some of my close buddies know. Well, oh,
1: man, we were scared for you.
2: Yeah, like, I mean, I had, we're worried. Rough, I had a rough go at it last year. But then I closed out with, you know, I shot my Indiana buck. The on best November, year. I shot my Indiana buck on November 3rd. You know, he's a mid-130s 10, right? I shoot him on November 3rd like it was a Tuesday, a Tuesday evening. I shoot him. And we had plans to go to Kentucky November fifth. Randy, me, Randy, and Clint go down there on November fifth, and I shoot the one sixty-eight. You know, on November fifth. So I shot. I shot three hundred inches of antler. So you just
0: days. leapfrogged everybody in two days, is what you're saying? Right. Yeah.
2: I just <laughs> yeah so he he looks like
1: it. a phenomenal hunter, but what he's about to tell you is the yeah. hell he went through.
2: Lead, like I've always lead, said, leading up to that November third kill here in Indiana and then my november 5th kill in kentucky uh like i think october 27th if i remember right i think it was a sunday it was a sunday october 27th and i this was last year right i missed a giant i mean the biggest buck i had on trail cam he was 160s i was calling him the 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 short time nine or i i forget what i was calling him but he was a absolute giant. I mean, he was 160 as an eight. But he had, on one side he had like a one inch G four yeah. on one side. But he was a 160. He was a 160 eight point frame. So we just had like a what a bunch of mass on him, or well, he did, <laughs> everything, he had everything, just wide, tall, just massive. I mean, I still got the trail cam picks. He's on. Um, he was unbelievable. And uh,
1: now. Yeah, go ahead, but I'd like to know how many bucks you've had on camera that you get the next year. Later on, you can tell me. Right, yeah.
2: Answer. So, I, this buck comes out, and my this, it, this was an epic hunt, too, because this is Jacob, right? Like I told you the story earlier about him shooting that 167 when he's 11. So, last year, he was 15, and this is his first year hunting in the stand on his own, right? Like, I uh, I had him in So he, I was like, if you want to go with me, I don't want to sit with you. I'm after a big buck myself. So <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hunt, like you're going I to, I'll put
1: actually, you somewhere.
2: Actually, actually, he had hunted before by himself the year before that when he was 14. But I, I didn't trust him in a stand by himself. So I made him hunt in the ground blind. And I only had a couple ground blinds out. So I, he was sitting in the blind. I was sitting in the stand. Well, he ended up shooting a deer. He ended up shooting a button buck that year out of the ground blind by himself, and he thought that was—I mean, it was a button buck—but he was as pumped as the one sixties because he didn't have dad over his shoulder coaching him. That he did this himself. This
1: kind of pound your chest kind of moment.
2: Right. So then coming into the next year, uh, I was like, you know what? I—you've seen me put this strap on the tree. Let's practice it at home. So we practice it at home, and. I'm like, okay, well, if you want to go hunting with me, you're going to go to your own stand. I'm going to go to a different stand or whatever. So he goes to his own stand, and this morning, I he he had you know he had, had some action. You know he'd seen some deer. He's texting me. I've seen a bunch of little bucks so far, and I got two little bucks in front of me now. They're kind of sparring around. Here comes that 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 huge nine pointer, which he was really just an eight with like a one inch two four on one side. I mean he was a 160s. He come he was just so heavy. Was, I, I, I still can't stop thinking about him, but now <laughs> and like he's he's checking out. he's watching these little bucks and I'm like, man, he's not gonna come my way. So I snort we I grunt, I like pop two little grunts and I snort wheezed at him. and man, he freaking turned on a dime and he trot he was trying to get downwind of me. I'm on a fence line. He's like trot, he's like slow trotting down and he's trying to get downwind to catch my wind. And before, but before he can get to where my wind would hit him in the nose, I'll have an opening there at 30 yards. So I get, I'm in a, I'm in a cheap $50, $50 ladder stand, you know, like where you do the tiny, no little
1: padding, platform. nothing.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, the tiny little seat platform. Your ass barely 15, sits on a <laughs> 15 foot, you know, ladder stand. So I have, and he's, he's coming on the right hand side of the fence line. So I got to get stood up with my bow and get spun around over there and I'm all set up and he hadn't busted me yet. He's still coming and I draw back and there ain't a bladed grass between us at 30 yards and I shoot right under him. Ugh. I mean like grazed, if he would have ducked, he, if he would have ducked hard enough, he'd have ducked into it. But I just, I was like, oh man, that was low. He runs out to like a hundred yards and stands there, just stands there, stands there, stands there. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Because I could see that he wasn't wounded. I was like, I think I shot under him. About that time, Jacob texts me. I hadn't checked my phone. I've been, I'm in the middle of a five minute encounter with this buck. So I checked my phone after the buck finally leaves my sight. And Jacob's like, dad, just missed a giant. And uh, I've seen five bucks and two does and I've seen, Gee. you know, three bucks or whatever. And he, he says, "Uh, I'm texting him back. Like how big was the buck? And he was like, you would have shot it. That's what he said. <laughs> so I was like, okay, you know, it was a pretty good one. Probably then. Yeah. He says, uh, he's like more deer coming. Gotta go. And like, <laughs> I just, uh, I, I screenshotted that text cause it was just so epic coming from oh, like, yeah, to, like, 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 he was on the phone with me, but yeah. he, wasn't, he was just texting. Like, like, it's not like you can't pick up and leave a text. So
1: Yeah.
2: But it was an epic hunt, even though uh, I missed my big nine, and he missed a giant. Well, then I'm literally lowering my bow, climbing down, and I look over, and here comes this little buck, and he's trotting through, and I'm like, well, he's heading Jacob's way. And I watch this little buck go through, I text Jake. I get down to the bottom. I'm unhooking my bow. I was like, well, I better text Jacobs. And I was like, Hey, little buck headed your way. And he was like, how big? I was like kind of a dink. He was like, hopefully he doesn't give me a shot. <laughs> <laughs> is that the video you showed me?
1: Uh, I don't think so. No, we didn't have any of this. This is a, a long hunt.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So he, uh, he, he get, uh, I'm, I'm checking two trail cams on my way Jesus. to Jacob to get him. All right. right? And uh, I'm, I'm over there at one of my trail cams swapping out cards. You know, I got like my cards, extra cards in my pocket. I'm swapping out cards. And while I'm pulling the card in that one camera, I hear, Tunk! I was like, <laughs> oh, that was a crossbow so, right there. And then I get over there and he is all jacked up. He's on the phone with his mom. And he's like, mom, I just shot a buck. And, you know, this is, so now it's his first buck without dad out of a stand. You know, so now it's epic because of that. Like, I, I was in a tree stand by myself, shot this buck, missed the buck earlier, shot this buck, you know, like, I mouth-stopped him. He's like, Dad, I smoked him. And uh, Justin Henry, one of our other buddies, he comes, he was on his way to the buck stop to pick up deer meat or whatever, and he was on his way through, and he came and helped us track it. We jumped this buck seven times, couldn't find it, and then he was jacob was in the dumps he hadn't lost the deer yet you know and one of my other hunt the other guys that has permission to hunt there ended up finding it uh like two weeks later behind the stand he was like dude your stand over here on the back side of the river uh that buck's dead 10 yards behind it i could smell it i could see his rack And I, Jacob, I got it now, and he's got a European mount of it and stuff. He ended up putting his tag on it, even though it was 14 days later, I think, when
1: the guy – Yeah, hey, that is an awesome thing. Caden shot a buck uh, this year. And, man, props to you for doing this uh, and your boy. But uh, Caden shot a buck this year, and we blood trailed it that whole day or that day, and and I I had to work the next day. Couldn't find it. And it was blood spur. I mean, it didn't look good at all. Like, it's, I've been on millions of blood trails like we all have. And it was definitely one of those ones where I'm like, we ain't finding this one. And then uh and we kept we didn't give up. We checked all the way till it hit the road and then backed out. Next day I get off work, we're driving around to see if we see deer because I didn't get off work in time to go hunting. We find that buck. And I said, All right, Caden, this is what you got. This I, I put it in his hands, which I knew what we were gonna do, but yeah. I wanted to see what he would choose. Right. Do you want do you want to tag him? And if you tag him, you're done for the year. But the right thing is, to do you tag him. And and I let him give him that option. I was like, hey, if you don't tag him, you can keep hunting. But we have to lie about it. And he said, Dad, let's cho- let's tag him. And he knew he wasn't getting the meat. He did you know, kites already ate it. He knew, like, he was done for the year. But he made the right decision. I'll explain karma to you because you probably won't kill a buck for four years if you don't put your tag on this <laughs> yeah. thing. But yeah, anyways, I, I, so you started this all this all off by – Everyone thought you had your greatest year, but they didn't understand the toughness of it. And you oh, just explained yeah, yeah. that
2: was that was just part. one. So
1: you missed the one sixties,
2: one sixties, right? This yep on Sunday. And I thought, and and the amount of the amount of deer Jacob had seen over in his stand, and the amount of deer I had seen that morning, I'm like, man, it is hot right now, you know. So like, it was Sunday. I called in sick on Monday as usual <laughs> I'm I one day. On monday. monday morning i catch myself on the other side of that farm you know and uh, right at daylight is a, an absolute giant i didn't know what buck it was i don't think i even had trail cam pics of this but but i'm hunting on the river so yeah the deer just flow through there like crazy so. absolutely this is a no doubter. Even though it was first minute of light, like I seen him from 150 yards and was like, "That is a giant." And like I was like, "I'm so I prepared to shoot this deer," and he he comes over and I'm like, "Man, he's gonna angle across the field away from me. The closest he's gonna be is 70 yards at one point." So I uh, I grunt and snort wheeze at him. Right. Well, that wasn't smart because. <laughs> He spins on a dime and starts coming straight dead at me. And I am I got my bow in my hand. I'm trying to get the shot pulled off. And then he comes in quartering to me, and he's at 36 yards. And I'm like, he's he just freezes there forever and ever and ever. And I'm at full draw already. And I'm like, God, I know that distance. That's 36 yards. And it's it's a stud. I, I never got a good look at him, other than I could just tell like this is a freaking no doubter for this is a no doubter for TV. For anybody, shows. This is <laughs> and uh, I was like, man, I can make this shot thirty six yards. That's one of my that's one of my uh, little markers in the yard. You know what I mean? Like this is one yeah. of my this is one of my stops in my. Hey, shooting. It,
1: and I know how you what you shoot. So next time we have you back, we're gonna talk about the single pin.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I've got, yeah, I got my single pin on 36 and everything. So I'm like, I'm shooting it. And I take, even though he's quartering two a little bit, I take the shot. And man, he, it, it just missed by this much. But on a quartering two shot, like missing by that much, put it, put it like mid cavity on the entrance.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's yeah.
2: A, like, you it's know, bad, like, bad. It, it, like his asshole. You know what I mean? (laughs) It wasn't good. Like I was like, Oh man, I just hit him like way back and he takes off running. And I thought I'm never going to find this buck. So then I go, I go look for him. I found him. Crazy amount of blood for where the shot was, right? And I'm like, man, maybe I hit the artery. I mean, I've been on, oh, I've yeah. been with hunts with guys where they hit him, they hit yeah. the deer in the rump, the, like, the, yeah, in like the head yeah. was femur artery or whatever it's called. Yeah, they they hit it where the t- like the head was where the tail was, where
1: the, <laughs> <laughs> the reverse, act. Yeah. And,
2: and then the deer went seventy yards and died. So I'm yeah. looking at it, and I'm finding this blood, and I'm like, well, maybe this is gonna happen for me one time. And uh, I tra- I tracked it all the way to the river, and he crosses the river. This is a big river, like this is it's as big as the Blue River, like yep. it's, it's bigger. It, it, it was probably deeper. What river are we talking? Yeah. Miss Oh
0: yeah, it's I, I've duck hunted up there. It it, it can yeah. be pretty deep.
2: Yeah. So he crossed it, and I'm like, there's no way i find the blood on the other side. You, you find
0: know? him downriver. <laughs>
2: so I I, I I drive over to the other side, and I know the landowner over there, and I go over there, and I talk to him. I go there. It's standing corn that this deer went into, right?
1: You found um, blood instantly soon across the river. Yeah,
2: I walked down there, and I'm like, he would have crossed right about here. I'm walking down between the the river. The river has like a little, you know, five, five yards, ten yards worth of like woods and brush, right? Right. And then there's a standing corn. I walk down through there, and I'm like, he would have crossed right about here if he would have came straight across. Boom, blood on the corn stalks, chest high. Or, you know, like right where it would be. And I'm like, there's blood right there. I'm like, man, I'm going to give this deer some time. Like, he's bleeding good. He crossed the river. I found blood on the other side of the river. I'm going to get a posse together. I'm going to come try to find this dude in a couple hours. I go back to the guy's house that I parked at there. And he's like, dude, I'm busy right now. But give me a couple hours. I'll help you. Me and my boys will help you. So then I was like, cool. I come home. And I make a couple phone calls on my way home. I'm here eating lunch. And the, the guy that lives there, he calls me. He's like, man, he's like, dude, the combine pulled in for the standing corn where your buck went in. Whoa, the shit. combine pulled in right now. And I was like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> he's like, you better get back over here. Like if you want to look for them, these guys are are starting to combine. So I get over there and I park, I go out there and I talk to these guys. These guys are from Ohio. They're farming. They're farming this land here in Delaware County, but they live in Ohio. they, they drove over here from Fort Recovery, Ohio, and that's they own this land there or whatever. And uh I walk up to their combines and they're looking at me, I got camos on still because I've been hunting all day. Farmers
1: usually don't like camos.
2: And yeah, they're looking at me like, Oh, here we go. You he's
0: know, he's gonna ask if he can hunt here. Yeah,
2: so <laughs> I, they get out and you know, they're like, you know, you could tell they're like not wanting to talk. So. yeah. I was like, look, man, I had a, I wounded a big buck, and he went into this standing corn right here, and I was gonna give it a few hours before I looked for him, but now you guys are here, so you're fast forwarding the process. And they were like, well, we're sorry, you know, we're from Ohio, but we're gonna, we're gonna knock this field out today. And they were like, if you want, you can give us your number, and uh, if we see anything or see him or whatever, we'll give you a call. So I was like, yeah, that. that I was like, let's just do that. And they, I gave them my number. And I thought, you know, I'd never hear nothing about it. I leave there, and uh, I leave there, and uh, like me and my, it was my uncle had met up with me at that time. We're walking down through the cut, which now they've made two passes by the river, right? Mm-hmm. We're walking down through back to the truck, and like literally, I see a cornstalk leaf with blood on it, but you don't know where it was from because.
0: They didn't give you like a half hour to walk through it before you they start cutting
2: it. No, I'm saying like like I only seen the first blood on the first right row. the first
0: the literally the first row
2: first row, and now they've done done two passes, so like like now the you
1: find the leaf it has been blown from somewhere.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the leaf we found, I'm like. I don't even know where this is from. You know what I mean? Like, right. So I was like, oh, well, he, I'm not going to find that buck for sure. I get no sooner than I get home, about 45 minutes to an hour later, the, I got this weird number called me. It's the Ohio Farmers. And they were like, dude, we just about ran your buck over with the combine and he's huge. You should get over here. He's still in the standing corn here. Is he dead? No.
1: No, he's still running. Oh, Oh, he's wounded.
2: And I so I freaking I I get my uncle back on the phone and he I was like dude bring your bow like we're gonna we're gonna like cover we're this, this thing corn and we get over there and like they're they're these guys have these Ohio farmers these guys are hunters too they had a plan you know they were like dude you get in the guy with the like the guy that was catching you know like right in the he's just got like the the hopper, the hopper yeah. uh, so the hoppers but he's in the tracks one. He was like, dude, I can get the thirty-seven mile an hour in this thing. <laughs> he was like, Rambo we, off He was it. like, if he comes out of this standing corn, like I'll make a move and we'll we'll pin him down, and you can get a shot from the side of this as long as you're comfortable from shooting from the side of this uh, carp, you know. And I was like, I'll, I'll try it. So <laughs> I'm in the combine with this dude with my bow. I just met this dude right now, you know. Like, <laughs> I got my bow in the combine. I'm talking to this dude. I end up landing permission to hunt their farms that they own here in Indiana. Of course, like that's my thing. And, uh, <laughs> we like, as we, it's getting down to like, there's only like two or three passes left. And the, the, the combine guys, like I just seen him again. He's moving more towards the center, moving more towards the center. And like, we, we were talking back and forth on the radio, you know, and he was like, you think he should get in there with you? And he was like, no, no, he's going to come out when we get closer to the end. So then, we're getting close to the end, and I told my uncle, I was like, you stand over here with your bow. I'm going to go down by the river with my bow because there's nowhere else for this buck to go but back to the river. Like Everything else is just wide open. He's going to want to go back to the river. So I set up with my bow down there and got an arrow. Not, like They dropped me off when they knew they only had two passes left. They were like, dude, he's got to come out now. There's nowhere else for him to go. So they were like, we're going to make sure that we all – and the, the couple semi-drivers were standing out there ready to push him – <laughs> course, two, you know? like, team I mean, effort. This team a, effort. This is a six guy ordeal now, you know. And uh I I am down there with an arrow knocked by the river. Well, my uncle, he's been BSing with the truck drivers and he forgot to grab his bub out of the truck. Oh, shit. And they push this deer out with the last pass there, and it runs right straight head on for my uncle and and goes by him at 10 yards, gimped up. And he my uncle didn't have a weapon. He didn't oh, come down to me at all. Oh I'm like 80 yards away. And uh my uncle was like, dude, that would be your biggest buck. He was like, That was a booner. He was like, That was a freaking booner, dude. And like, so yeah, that happened.
0: So this that's your second buck. I wonder if he ever ended up dying after that. I don't know. Uh,
2: I I think Well, I'm trying
1: was- I've been trying to break Birch into shed hunting. And yeah. last year, I think is the most you've ever put time into doing it.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah. I found my first Delaware County. And yeah, and, and
1: man, shed hunting is just. I a, want to a, a get a into piece. it. Like it, I've
0: been a bunch, but right. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've never found a shed, and I put hours and hours. You, you, you and gotta hours do into
1: it. it. You just gotta keep at it. I mean, there's some deer that don't lose them to way later in the season, or yeah. not season, but way I later found, in the year.
2: I have found like four sheds total, and two of them have been in Colorado. <laughs> and one of them have been in kentucky and then mm-hmm. one in delaware county yep so that's actually i found two in indiana so i found five sheds two yep. in indiana one was down in madison indiana turkey hunting yeah i like, found that's one what on i same, usually love i
1: found one on that same field
2: yeah that's what I, I usually that, love I found One this year in delaware county
1: so let's get back to it because we're wrapping up. We're, yeah, we, we're, we're hitting the two we, hour
2: mark. We've
0: literally right? hit. We're so, at the longest podcast I've ever done now. Which, so, hey, we're gonna put this in as many parts as we can possibly get it. We'll get you yeah. on here. As possible. So then,
1: so this, that's two this bucks. Was,
2: this was Sunday. I missed big. I missed the big buck that I had on trail cam. I had named everything. The second day, that was a buck I'd never seen before. But my uncle was like, dude, that was a Boone and Crockett buck you Damn. that you wounded, and those Ohio guys were helping everything. That was that was Sunday, Monday, right? Then that that following Sunday was October thirtieth or November first or something like that. And me and Randy went back to Kentucky, just me and him.
1: Yeah, this one and we thought we was on fine burks. I, I shot stuff. a doe.
2: I shoot a doe at first light there. And I smoked her. I was like, she's down. I heard her crash, blah, blah, blah. But Randy was like, well, when we get down and eat lunch, we'll take care of her. You know, let's keep hunting. I was cold. It was windy. So about 10, 9.30, 9.45, I get cold and I hunker down on my stand, you know. And I'm just sitting there playing on my phone. I got my hood <laughs> up, you know. Oh
0: yeah.
2: I, I'm like, my morning hunt's over. It's 9.45. I've only seen that doe that I shot playing on my phone. And uh, I'm sitting there all hunkered up. All of a sudden, I look to my left. Fifteen yards is a hundred and fifty-inch ten-pointer walking by me at fifteen yards, parallel, oh. parallel in my tree, wide open, and uh, I catch a glimpse of him. And I'm like, all super stealthy, putting my phone back in my hunting vest, you know. And then I, I'm grabbing my bow, all super stealthy. But as soon as I took my bow off my hook, I stood, drew,
1: all in like one motion,
2: all in one motion. Like, I might as well have done a jumping jack in my trees. stand. <laughs> uh, it's at my 9 o'clock, and he, like, looks right up at me like, what was that, you know? And, like, so then I'm at, I'm at mid-draw. I ain't even all the way back. I'm, like, three-quarter draw, and I'm like, oh, shit. You know, he's looking at me, looking at me, and I'm like, look away, look away, look away, because I'm going to finish drawing and just put it on. Uh, game over. So, um, it was too late. He was looking at me. I had made too much motion. He blows, takes off. So that was three bucks in seven days. They were all one fifty plus that I had blown it on.
1: You know, I mean, yeah, I knew like the stories of you, like how hard it was for you that year. But like now, I'm thinking about it. You, you had the opportunity at five bucks that year. You know, I like holy shit. <laughs> so is he? That's where he's at. Break time.
0: So is he. Oh, he went to the body break?
1: No, never been on a podcast before. Everybody went to the bathroom and came back. That's when you know you've been on one for a long time.
0: Yeah, we're uh, two hours deep. Uh,
1: I've pissed myself three times and not got up. <laughs> These guys are getting up every time.
0: I can't help it. But uh, until he gets back, uh, check us out. Facebook, yeah. Twitter, YouTube. Actually, we've just discovered it this week. There's a app called Go Go Wild. Yes, really fun. It's uh, a
1: great app. Just to just to look on,
0: and nobody gives nobody shit on anything. And the more that you post, the mo- more rewards that you earn. So I've already earned a t shirt and stickers, and 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 it's really cool to meet to meet all the people people on there. Even the guy who made it is actually going to be a guest on this podcast coming up. I got a schedule with him, but he finally messaged me back. There I think was- he messages everybody on yeah. there, but finally got him lined up in there but it'll be fun
1: so yeah birch uh when you're gone we were talking about uh um oh what's the name of it Go gone wild. wild i sent you the link
0: on my face you gotta uh, check it out
1: man i see like log oh, on to I'm that on, i'm on there are you already before yeah. i sent that to you
2: yeah yeah i'm on there because like bow hunting league uses that stuff
1: Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, you can get T-shirts and stuff. So we're just advertising some stuff that we we like. We're not really advertising. We're just yeah, talking about shit that we like.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have like the go wild app yeah. on my phone yeah yeah me too
1: yep yeah. so did you get a free t-shirt brett's already got enough i got points a free, a free t-shirt.
2: t-shirt and some stickers no i don't have anything like that yet You're like, the more you post free... on
0: there and stuff the more points you get and stuff i have
2: a bunch of free bow, bow hunting, hunting league, league. that's <laughs>
0: awesome
1: dude. i got i'm advertised by camo bush Life.
2: <laughs> i got the i got the bow hunting league stickers and yeah i got like the shirt and I haven't Absolutely. got one of the hats. The hats are pretty sweet, though. I do want one.
0: Yeah, they they, they have a couple that I like. So talk. I know that you um, you, you got a little bit of sponsorship and like uh, pro staff and that kind of thing. Talk a little bit about that and the companies that you represent.
2: Yeah, I'm a, I'm on Expedition Pro Staff, Expedition Archery, and uh, it's pretty cool. Like it's really awesome. Like uh, you know, obviously, I was a Matthews guy before that. Matthews, Hoyt, PSE, those companies are so big, you know, like. Right. They're not going to pro staff the regular Joe anymore, you know. Absolutely. You got to be a Lakoski or something like. Right. Know, to get pro staff with those companies, like you got to be Levi Morgan or something. You yeah, know? that dude's
0: incredible with those. The What's he like a 12-time uh, world champ now or something? Yeah,
2: yeah. So they're they're trying to pro staff people that are like that, you know. Right. You know, us guys aren't, we aren't of that caliber. You know what I mean? Like Levi Morgan, he signed a contract with Matthews for 10 mil. Holy smokes. Getting up into like, you know, pro sport contracts now. For Right. right. They're blowing up that much. Yeah. Yeah. Levi Morgan signed a $10 $10 million, 10-year contract with Matthews.
0: That's crazy.
2: But so I I went away from Matthews because of that. I want to be more of a. I wanna be part of an up and coming thing, you know, like I don't blame like, you. Like right here, if blow if Blue River bow hunting turns into the next Primos hunting, you know what I mean? Like, I wanna be in with you guys, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I want you to be not, in with us, period, with looking <laughs> at all the fucking bucks behind you. Be like so that's why the expedition meant so much to me. There's a guy that owns the local archery shop here in town. I've turned a lot of my buddies on to him hybrid yeah. Hunter archery. that's
1: that's the guy that uh we look for that buck with am i yeah, right yeah yep. yeah yep.
2: That was yep. him. what's um, the name of the shop hybrid hunter archery that's
1: a great that's dude. cool i
0: have to check that out yeah. i'm actually kind of in the market for a new bow so you might point me in the man right and, direction. and this
1: right. guy was a great guy i've never i he, never met him until know, we went locally, Fred buck.
2: locally here my buddy mike harrison he, he's the shop owner but he's a regular joe like us he works a yep. full time job. He works at a, a, a he's a mechanic at an auto body shop. He works nine to five, and then he runs a little archery shop out of his pole barn in his backyard here in Muncie, uh, through the day, through the evenings and weekends and whatever you know. But he's also a big hunter, so you can't be coming September thirtieth, like dude. <laughs> no, die. no. I'm expecting to I'm get not a whole like that. bow
1: team.
0: Yeah, I would yeah. be coming this winter because I would want to shoot it. Springs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, I would definitely he, he need to see ha- He doesn't
2: want the big overhead. He had, he did have a big shop and, and it didn't work out that way. So like doing it in his backyard has been working out better, you know, like, but expedition is a small time company that's on the up and up, you know, they're all, like, if you would have got with Bowtech, you know, before they were huge or whatever, like, mm-hmm. so that's what I feel like with expedition. Like they have the right people, like they're, like I was, uh, I went to the, you know, I go to the uh, shot the, show. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: you know, it's not uh, what is it is at the the ATA some, ATA, ATA show. Yeah, our, yeah.
2: ATA show. So I go there with Mike all the time, right? As a shop staffer. So like I'm mm-hmm. on Mike's shop staff, right? He's got like four or five of us that are shop staffers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go there, dude. I'm talking, I'm BSing with the CEO, president, owner of Expedition, like we are right now.
0: That's awesome.
2: Are you gonna do that with Matthews, Botech, or P.S.? Hell no, no,
1: he didn't show you know, up.
2: You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't idea. even know who that person would be. They're on a yacht smoking Cubans, you know. Fuck right? yeah, <laughs> and got like, two Cubans next to him. The dude is at the ATA, and then like we're we're sitting there BSing with this guy trading stories, right? And uh, then later that evening, we went to a seafood restaurant downtown Indy, a fancy place like Ocean something. Ocean Air. That's where yeah, I took yeah. my
0: wife for our anniversary. Yeah, a fancy to my wife. place,
2: right? And oh, it was I'm expensive. At this, we're we're at this place and uh, we we get a table and I'm with Donnie Monroe, the guy that got me into hunting. That's like my uncle. He's where the team, story
1: all started. Uh,
2: he's on Team 200 TV and all that. Oh and no he's shit! At, he's at the ATA show hunt with Team 200 TV. Wow. Adam Hayes from Ohio. Adam Hayes, yeah. Does the old, the world. moonlight
0: thing or blood moon yeah, or whatever yeah, the hell yeah, it is? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So I'm. I'm sitting here having dinner with those guys, right? And the CEO, president of Expedition, is at the next table over, and I'm sitting there with Expedition swag on at the freaking ocean there. That's and awesome. Like they come over, they come over and talk to me. You know what I mean? That's yeah, awesome. After the ATA show, like I to me, I'll
0: never forget watching the video Adam Hayes on his deal TM 200 when he passed that like 180 something he, he said you can't you, next year he's, yeah. well he said you can't shoot 200 if you pass if you shoot a 180 <laughs> and he shot up i mean he shoots absolute giants and oh yeah i, I yeah. don't necessarily um i don't know um, enough about the blood moon thing i tried yeah. to research it by myself without buying their whole little moon guide deal and yeah. uh you know they're probably on to something, but they're also probably hunting some badass property too. You know,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. They they are to something. Yeah, yeah. Um, like and then you, you you know that moon guide though is not expensive. It's like twenty bucks.
1: Is it really? They, they got an app. Dude, I tried them. I tried find it. Like you could, should be able to Google it. You know, like
2: they have they, an app. I'm pretty nope, sure. Couldn't. Yeah, they do have an app too. I think, but the I think it's only like twenty bucks. But yeah, uh, and my buddy Donnie's turned me on to some other cool, um, you know, just stuff through the trade industry, Mm -hmm. you know, like the ATA and stuff. Like I met an up and coming company called Stick.
1: Yeah. You, you actually sold a lot of those. Yeah. (laughs) You guys at work.
2: I I love them. Like, I think they're awesome. Like, so it's this little, this little plastic deal and you can put a tree branch in it and you can put whatever, like you're putting the scrapes, you're, you're putting the tree branch licking branch wherever you want it. Yeah. You know, so like, you. If you're hunting out of a blind uh, you,
1: you see them on uh, like people use them on I think you showed
2: it to me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's it's pretty epic. But I met the owner for that company at the ATA show. Man, I got, you, he gave me like a free hat, free shirt. Like they've been switching
0: stuff. the ATA show, right? So like it was in yeah, Indy there for a minute year. and then it went to Louisville,
2: right? Yeah, like like I've been to it in Louisville and in Indy, both. It only goes back and forth between those two, I think. Okay. But then last year they didn't have it because of COVID, and right. I don't I don't know that they're having it this year either. I'm not sure yet. I it's haven't seen been, anything on it. It's like January or February, but. So you have I to buy
0: like an ATA membership, right, to attend? Well, Mike Mike
2: owns the bow shop, so like right, that's a different shop. You you have you get an invite, and then you can bring. You know a couple staffers or whatever you pay mm-hmm. you pay so much for your tickets or whatever and, right but you have to be like involved somehow like that like uh you know have accounts with all the kind of papes archery and all the kind of like the the dealers the warehouses and stuff like
0: i'd like to go down to the uh nw uh nwtf show down in nashville i think that'd be That'd be, that'd be a real good time. Yeah. I probably could talk the wife into that one, actually.
2: <laughs> the the, the, uh, the ATA—it's been an awesome experience. I've been like three, three times, four times. Play it.
1: we we me, get, you I, met T Bone. You met Michael Wydell.
2: Yeah, yeah. I follow all this stuff, dude. Like, I—I I mean, as far as my cable goes, as long as I have ESPN, NFL Network.
0: And Red zone. <laughs> outdoor
2: channel and sportsman's channel. That's all I care. You know, right. you have local channels. Like, yeah. I could just do away with, I could have 10 channels total that I watch.
0: And, I, and I've and i asked this question several times on my show. Would you rather watch, like, the sportsman or outdoor channel, or would you rather watch YouTube?
2: I I watch both, you know. I watch
0: both, too. I, I don't know if, if you got me to pick. I would probably say YouTube because I like the, you know, the common guy like me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah.
2: but yeah. I do yeah. enjoy those
0: shows. Like Definitely. North American Whitetail is the reason why I do what I do because yeah. I grew yeah. up yeah. watching it, and it's like yeah. I want to be those guys, you know.
2: So, and I at the ATA is so awesome to like like Stan Potts from the North American yeah. Whitetail. I've oh, stood there and had conversation with Stan Potts for fifteen minutes,
1: and that's and and people watching this that don't have a clue like who Stan Potts is, right. let me tell you it's michael jordan
2: yeah
0: Craig. absolutely yeah. yeah i'm sorry folks i mean me for the second. younger
1: generation michael yeah, Idell yeah. is michael
0: jordan
2: <laughs> right
1: but like for us older guys Stan Potts, man Stan just Botts his emotional reactions when he kills oh. a giant no, is us when we kill 130s
2: yeah another one i'll never forget is uh at the ATA I show my first time going there uh i'm um I'm getting showed the Primos. Remember, like Primos made the blind you can see through. Yeah, right. You know, I'm talking about like, uh, yeah. like Rhino yeah. has it now and stuff. But like Primos had the, uh, I forget what they called it. It's like um, 360 view or something. yeah, 360. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So yep. I'm I'm getting showed the Primos 360. By Holy Will, shit! Like by, by Will Primos. Will Primos by will primos dude Damn. will primos is giving me a tour of the 360 like he's like go sit inside i'm going inside the blind and sitting in the little stool Unreal. Will, will primos is right outside like telling me all about it and stuff like the material they use like i'm like i'm you know i'm more starstruck over that than walking down the street what,
1: what this damn I don't give a
2: fuck about the blind <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but
1: now me and you had experience at the deer and turkey expo I love yeah, it. that. I remember, remember, that, was,
2: that was Stan Potts. That was that was Stan me. Potts. It was no, wasn't it? Was it was Harold Knight?
1: Harold, it was Harold Knight. So we're sitting there looking at the 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 wall. You know, everyone brings oh, their absolutely. their bucks there. Birch probably well, has I seventeen bucks, bucks there. there. <laughs> I know. I already said you had probably had seventeen of them <laughs> hanging on the wall. But uh, we're sitting there talking and looking at them and stuff. And then we look next to us, and Harold Knight's standing there talking or uh, just looking at him, too. And he starts talking to us, and we're like, "Yeah, just bullshitting." Like, "Holy fuck!" Like, this is who this is. <laughs> then he starts talking to us like we work at this place. Like, yeah,
2: <laughs> he's like, "Where he do we thought, go from
1: here?" He, but, he
2: thought I was the guy he was supposed to look for. Yeah, like, but hey, when you get, there, he didn't, you know, he didn't bring first.
1: that up to twenty minutes after we've been talking to.
2: That's him. Right, but yeah, what yeah.
1: blew our mind? This whole conversation is nobody knew who he was, but being him,
0: dude, David and I, or was it? David is it David Hale and Harold Knight? Harold and David Harold Knight. and David. Yeah. yeah. They 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 their, their turkey videos back in the day were par yeah. and
2: to none, you know. Oh, like I they knew. blew it everybody yeah. out of the water. I knew who it was when we were talking to him, me and Adam. And yeah, like Dude,
1: didn't he even show something on his phone that we're like, what the hell? Like we seen something on his phone um what was it do you remember he it showed was, a picture
2: it was Stan Potts was texting him Potts. yeah Stan
1: Potts was texting when we were standing there yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're like oh yeah. my god we were so starstruck but we played it cool we're like yeah. hey man we really don't work here I know we he, found he, somebody he was like for he, uh we,
2: we were standing in front of my buck and I was like yeah that's my buck and, <laughs> and then he started
1: putting two, two together uh,
2: that's that when that, that that's when the the dude at Noblesville Cabela's that 10 Beck buck 300 inch buck that's at the Cabela's in Noblesville. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that buck was in the center of the Hoosier Wall of Fame, like he was in the center, and it was 300 inch buck. And he, 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 that's what it was. He was FaceTiming Stan Potts,
1: he sent the picture to him.
2: No, he was showing him, showing him. Yeah, he had Stan Potts on FaceTime and was awesome showing showing the 300 inch buck. He was like, in then he came back to Stan Potts, like in front of him. And he was like, "Indiana's got it going on anymore," or something like that, to Stan pots. And we're me and meanwhile, me and Adam are still standing there BSing with him too. And like it was, it was all it was a cool interaction. M- th- Merch
1: was trying to screenshot Stan Potts' number. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you think
1: Indiana, really.
0: Indiana gets overlooked in the Midwest?
2: I do, I do. I mean, but I absolutely. Like that you
1: it. you know what you the secret is. Look at out-of-state tags, and you'll see
2: what gets overlooked. Yeah, Indiana's tag prices. The is price. 50 for if you look at
1: every state yeah. around us, look at the prices on out-of-state
2: tags. Fuck like Illinois. That I will tell you what that.
1: state gets overlooked. Yeah, and if you see high dollar state yeah. tags, guess what? People are. It's there. getting hunted from out of state like nowhere. Well,
0: look at everybody yeah. that surrounds us. You got Illinois to the west. You got Ohio to the yep. east. You got Kentucky yep. to the south.
1: The only thing that kills central Indiana is no woods. If you go south and you bring those south woods, the amount of woods that they have north, holy shit, we'd be we'd blow all noise out of the water.
0: Yeah. I think we would too. You know, nobody's gonna look at us, which that's hey, okay good more power
1: to I it. I got more power. But property. actually, <laughs> no, no. I mean, come Indiana's on out of state. Come on out of Indiana. state. We don't have hunting we don't have the state property that other states have. In, that's the difference in, in Indiana.
2: Indiana has more we're more um we have more towns and cities and stuff. Yeah, we yeah. don't have
1: the, the 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 acres of state property that other states right. do. That's what changes
2: us. You know, right. you look at like
0: Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of their um, the tourist money that comes in is off deer hunting. Oh, you absolutely. Know? You know, we yeah. we don't have that whatsoever. You know, we mm-hmm. I I wouldn't even say we have anything outdoorsy wise. That that's why somebody's coming to Indiana. You know especially turkeys we ain't got shit for turkeys yeah yeah well that's why i travel for turkeys well, <laughs> well, do, i do, dude, do we're hitting
1: them. two hours 17 minutes i'd love yeah. to have you on brett would love to have you on oh we'll uh, get you we back we just got on. a few more questions i got one more question w- wrap this up i know his question i know your answer
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> i got one more question do you need a cameraman
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i was i was Telling him earlier today, yeah, I mean, I think it would be awesome. I've always wanted to do that. Like,
0: Yeah, I mean, like, you don't have to is, worry. You, you, you're I'm doing your still your same thing.
2: Except I'm for you got me a little bit I can never sit behind the camera. Like, I, I want to be a part of all that. But, like,
0: don't worry about it, buddy. That's yeah. what you got me for. <laughs> 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 I, I, I have just as much fun behind that camera as I do my bow.
1: And yeah. he know what sucks is, like, I'm losing my camera to you. <laughs> no, you no, 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 but, no, 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 no. But legit. This guy will be number, November 5th, and if he don't have a buck down, guess what? You going hunting? Yeah, I'm going. I'm used to buddies saying, cool, do you mind if I go with you? Like, yeah, I can put you in this stand. No, this guy in November 5th not having a buck down, he'd be like, cool, can I video you? And you're like, right. what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, dude. You do, you two definitely need to hook up. Um, man, you'll make stories over this this two hours and 20 minute conversation will turn into four if you video him a few times. I promise you that.
0: Oh, absolutely. And like I was telling him, we need to get, I need to get some, I mean, which it's expensive. We need to
1: get more cameras.
0: We need to get more camera setups because you know, like 70% of the time. I'm with uh, my best friend, Ryan, which we kind of started this Blue River bow hunting. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. like, other than that, I'm with Adam most of the time. Like I said, I was only behind my bow like four times this year. Right. And that was even – well, that's excluding Ohio because I really didn't get the camera out then. But um, I, I enjoy it, man. And I really want to get you a part of a part of our team and stuff going because I know that you're a big buck killer. And you, yeah. you take it just as much into, you know – as passionate about it as we are. So I would love oh, to man, get you I, on, man.
2: I'm ate up with it. It's not even it's yep. not even funny. Huh? I mean, I have
0: a podcast, you know what I mean? Even yeah, when I don't yeah. get to hunt, I still get to yeah. talk about it, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm ate up with it, man. I, I, it's a, like, it's a year round ordeal, you know? Oh,
0: absolutely. It, uh, and I, he's, and he's told me uh, about your turkey obsession, which is just as bad as mine. And I'm going to get that. you back on before turkey season. So we can talk about it. Cause hell, yeah be turkey season i might get to get behind the camera for you then
1: that would be yeah, awesome yeah,
2: yeah yep Yep. yeah i love i love the turkey hunting just as much and i wish Well, my only regret about turkey hunting is i should have been doing this a long time ago too <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. i could i could have killed just as many of turkeys as i have the deer but i just didn't start till like 2014 i think it was like my first year turkey hunting
0: I got
2: you. Or well, whatever year Adam killed his, like I started the next year.
1: Hey, we don't need to talk about when I've killed it since.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, you, but you you I didn't
1: hunt I, and and David, This is pissing me off now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. So I got you started on out on hunting out of state.
2: Yeah.
1: I go Kentucky, I kill the biggest buck out of any of us. Kill one fifty two.
2: Yeah.
1: Get he him. Hooked. Get him hooked. <laughs> Get him hooked. He goes and kills one sixty eight. <laughs> <laughs> so i go turkey hunting for the first time ever i kill i kill tom he's like 24 pounds 11 inch beard good beard i it's mean a good bird. great bird for the first one i'll tell birch about it guess what he does She's he starts killing one. Bird. He kills one. I shot mine with a shotgun. Double he kills beard. her with a bow. He's killed him every year since. He's going out of state, killing him. I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. You got to recognize I suck at everything, but I get you hooked at all.
0: <laughs> you know, so you talk about um uh, deer hunting in Kentucky. Have you ever turkey hunted Kentucky? No, haven't. we haven't. I go there for a week every year besides the COVID we- year, which I threw a fit like a five-year-old when I didn't get to go. But – it's incredible. You have seen us
1: get underneath weekend, Birch. Remember, I took my boys down there. Uh, yeah, Brett videoed yeah, them. But that stuff. was
0: weird because we had like it was like thirty two degrees. Normally, it's like seventy when yeah. I go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So Brett's got some property down got there. Some man. property uh, down
0: there. We can make. So, we could do a whole series of Kentucky. I Tournament. drove down
1: there. So if you're interested in going this year, we Let's can go. we can make a trip. I drove down and took yeah, the kids. Yeah. And hey, I didn't have the money to spend time, so I spent it on the kids. But uh, I know
2: I was I was watching your guys' podcast with Ben Harrison from Bowhunting League. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was on a turkey league or a turkey team this year. No shit. Yeah, and uh, you know I submitted my kill and everything, like. Mm-hmm. But I was supposed to. I did hunt. I hunted three states. I was <laughs> supposed to hunt four states. I legit could have killed the grand slam this year, but I only killed the oh. one in Indiana. But. Oh. Florida, my Florida. You hunt. went to Florida my
1: and Florida that blew up.
2: Through the day before, like, as I'm on my way down there, the outfitter texted me and said, like, she had a stroke and she couldn't. Holy the hunt shit. was canceled. Oh, it's a bunch
1: of bullshit.
2: So then I go down there, didn't hunt, and but then I came back after vacation with the family because, like, my family was all going down there, too. I was going to turkey hunt for three days. <laughs> you know, he scheduled a vacation for them to <laughs> join and him <then they're
1: laughs> yeah, so not join.
2: I was going to be a turkey hunting and spring break and vacationing all the same week. And, oh, like, yeah. that was going to be epic. Well, then my turkey hunt got canceled, so I ended up vacation with the family the whole time. Then I come back and I go to South Dakota, hunt on an Indian reservation, on public land kind of or whatever. And I'm the only guy out of 10 guys from Indiana that didn't kill a bird. <laughs> what was those, Merriam?
1: Mar- Mar- I've never seen yeah. birds have that luck.
2: They were Merriams. Everybody, like 10 guys, they killed 14 birds between 10 guys. I'm the only one that didn't kill one. That's great. Like wow. three three guys killed two, six guys killed one, and I killed none.
0: Well, if it makes you feel any better, I had a gun, and I went to Missouri, and I botched it, and my sight was off, and I blew Two shots on two different birds. Yeah, I, I really sight, about sight was
1: dead on. No, it was video. not. <laughs> it was like
0: a foot high.
2: I seen the video.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not good. I I wasn't yeah. very happy with myself. But yeah. and, you know, we'll, we'll get things wrapped up. I'll get you back on for turkey season, and uh, tell everybody where they can find you at on social media.
2: Uh, just Jason Burcham on Facebook, and then uh, I think I I have a I have an Instagram. Think and it's like probably Jason the bow hunter, maybe.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm not sure. I don't. I don't get on there much. Uh, I'm kind of old school, I guess. Like,
1: but dude, you need to you need to get more into it because your shit would blow yeah, up.
2: Yeah, you you would blow up. That's
0: why I'm gonna get you a part of my stuff so it blows up even more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Jason underscore the bow hunter. Well, on okay.
0: Instagram, Yeah. that's cool, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on Uh, longest podcast we've ever done. Which don't take the, any offense to that because I'm <laughs> having know, a blast. I, call, I, I call can call talk it. for another two
2: I, hours. I I listened to the one with Troy and Adam was like, "Wait till we get my buddy." Bert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I
0: call
2: it. <laughs> he didn't even say my name. He didn't even say my name. I think he was like, "Wait till you get my wait till you get my buddy on here." i <laughs> He's he's been fortunate enough to kill some giants, and he's a bow yeah. hunter. Like I, I mean, I'm ate up with the bow hunting. Even absolutely, you could give me every gun in the world, and I still just kick, tote my bow out every time.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. It was really awesome, and uh, we'll get we'll do this again coming up with some turkeys and stuff, and maybe I even get behind the camera for you on some turkeys. But yeah. I, I appreciate everything, and check us out on uh, YouTube, everybody. Hit that subscribe button if you're still on here after two and a half hours uh facebook instagram twitter go wild anything you can possibly think of we're there you know spreading the word but y'all have a good one
1: thank you guys